It's time now for play-by-play coverage of youth football from the Louisville Youth Football League. The LYFL is the area's premier youth football league. Good afternoon, everybody, and welcome to Louisville Youth Football League action here this afternoon from Skyview Park here in Jefferson Town. My name is Greg Bell, getting set to call a couple of football games here today as we kick off the 2014 Louisville Youth Football League season. They were scheduled to do so yesterday, but the weather didn't cooperate, so yesterday's games have postponed and rescheduled now for today. We'll have two games set for you today. Our first game starting shortly at the 3 o'clock. We're in the Mighty Might Division. Ages 5, 6, and 7, we got the East End Warriors going up against the Jefferson Town Bulldogs, and that followed at 4.30 by the Peewee Division game. Ages 8 and 9, the same two teams, the East End Warriors taking on the Jefferson Town Bulldogs as we get set to open up the season. Uh, gosh, where did the summer go? Hard to believe that it's uh, football time already, but uh, I'm so uh, fortunate to have with us right now the uh, commissioner of the Louisville Youth Football League, that is uh, Todd Bowers. And uh, Todd, uh, welcome. I know it's been a hectic weekend for you with uh, the different sites that you play these games uh, to get some in, not get others in yesterday, rescheduled for today. But uh, fingers crossed, let's keep the bad weather away and hopefully we'll be able to get the games in now. Thank you, Greg. We are excited about being able to play this game today. We did have several cancellations uh, yesterday, but uh, uh, the weather has cooperated for this afternoon and we've got two of our Storied programs of the Louisville Football League playing today, so it should be some great action. You know, Todd, I'm looking over uh, you know, some of the uh, information you sent us uh, concerning the Louisville Youth Football League, uh, the largest youth football program in the state of Kentucky, 2,000, over 2,000 players and coaches involved, uh, over 50 total teams, and uh, four different divisions, uh, teams from Louisville Metro, Jefferson County, Oldham County, Spencer County, and second year of existence. I mean, how did, how did everything come into place? Was this something in the making for a long time before you were able to get everything together? Well, uh, this uh, league originated from the Jefferson County Bluegrass. Mm-hmm. So we, uh, we started with a core of about six teams, and then some teams kind of migrated over to our league, uh, made some decisions uh, coming from other leagues, and it just kind of worked out. We got uh, a tremendous board of directors, which has really made this a huge success. And, um, and now we're kind of a league of choice now. We, every year we've gotten two or three teams that have wanted to join our league, so we're just really excited about the, uh, the possibilities and the future of the Louisville Youth Football League. First, there's always discussion, talk about uh, when is too young to actually start a person yes, uh, playing tackle football. Yes, We've sir. heard the pros and cons. I know you have as well. Uh, I started when I was eight. I would have loved to have started when I was as young as five. I think this is so neat that uh, the uh, first league we're going to see are uh, the Mighty Mites at five, six, and seven, and then to the Pee Wees and your juniors and seniors. But uh, how about starting at this age? Well, you know, um, there is a lot of uh, controversy about is this mm-hmm. five-year-old too young. But what we've kind of found is, is that um, the, uh, the coaches, you know, take a, a, a little bit more extra care with those individuals. Uh, usually your five-year-olds are not your starters. You know, uh, we do have a Sunday league, uh, uh, which is actually uh, originated here out of J-Town, and, uh, where the, the five-year-olds can actually come and get a lot of game action. So if they don't get on the field on Saturday, there's a Sunday league just designed for those five-year-olds because the Mighty Mike Division is the basis for our entire league, our, our hope and goal is that the kids will stay in and progress and move up through all the way up through 13. So, um, yeah, we, we really encourage uh, children to come and give it a try at, at that young age. And if it doesn't work out, you know, all it's got is, you know, other options. Sure. You can play other sports, and then you can always come back to uh, football. I came from Kokomo, and uh, they didn't start uh, football until uh, the age of nine in 
what ha- what was happening was, and this is no knock on soccer because I played soccer in high school and college, so I know all about soccer. But what was happening? The kids were starting younger in soccer, and they got them hooked, and they couldn't get them into football then. So I think football was actually losing out to soccer, maybe some of the players anyway, because they started a few years after soccer. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. What we're seeing, and uh, there is a slight decline in numbers nationwide on mm-hmm. football because uh, more children are specializing, you know, playing right. basketball and playing AAU basketball or AAU travel or baseball. Mm-hmm. But uh, but football is is uh, it's thriving here. You know we have as many kids or more than we had last year. So we're just going to keep doing neat things like having sponsors on Big Sporting Goods and WXVW uh, to kind of draw kids back in. And then um, uh, you know we've got several ex NFL players and coaches mm-hmm. in our league right now. So you know as much as we can do as, as parents and role models, you know that's what we're trying to do to keep football alive and keep it going. Because our ultimate goal is to see these kids you know move up through the ranks and play in, in their their high schools and even some maybe even go on to college and play. Oh, I think it's terrific. Uh, glad to be involved. Glad to meet you, and uh, looking forward to, to starting uh, a great relationship uh, with the Louisville Youth Football League. I know we got. Uh, couple games just about every Saturday scheduled for about the next 10 or 11 weeks or so. So I think the championship games are at the Trinity High School. Is that Absolutely. Correct? That's nice. Best, yeah. best venue in the city. <laughs> I mean, we've got a great partnership with Trinity. Oh, uh, super. We're just really excited about the, the, the league and, and the playoff. It's, very, it's going to be very competitive this year. Super. Todd, sounds great. Great talking with you, and best of luck this season, then. Thank you, Greg. Okay. Appreciate it. Again, that's uh, Todd Bowers. Uh, he is uh, the commissioner of uh, the Louisville Youth Football League, and uh, Glad to talk with him. Of course, uh, J-Town, where we are today, the president, D. Mucker, who's taken good care of us so far, so we're uh, happy to have met D. as well. And we'll be back and uh, get a chance to talk with our coaches. We're about uh, seven minutes away from starting our first football game here this afternoon on WXBW, the Sports Buzz, AM 1450. Again, my name is uh, Greg Bell, and we can set the call uh, the Louisville Youth Football League at two games, uh, the Mighty Might Division coming up shortly with the East End Warriors going up against the Jefferson Town Bulldogs and the same two teams in the Pee Wee Division will follow at 4.30 this afternoon. We'll be back with more of our coverage of youth football coming up right after this message. Welcome back to Youth Football from the Louisville Youth Football League. And we're back. We're here at the Skyview Park in Jefferson Town. And uh, although we mentioned we kept the rain away, we do have to admit it is a little bit on the humid side. Well, I'm broadcasting from outside uh, right at field level, uh, right about the 50-yard line, and I am dripping wet right now. It is uh, mighty, mighty humid, but uh, I'll tell you what, no complaints. We're just glad to get the season underway. Did have some action uh, yesterday in uh, the Mighty Might East Division. The Louisville Patriots beat Oldham County Tigers 27-2. In the Mighty Might West Division, the Spencer County Stallions won over the Christian Academy Louisville 14-9. In the Pee Wee East Division, the Louisville Patriots beat Oldham County Tigers 14-6. Pee Wee West, Christian Academy from Louisville wins over the Spencer County Stallions 35-6. The Junior East Louisville Patriots over the over the Oldham County Tigers at forty to nothing. The Junior West Christian Academy Louisville beat Spencer County Stallions thirty four to nothing. Some of the results, a uh, few of the games that uh, they were able to uh, get in yesterday, despite uh, the rainy uh, weather in the area. And let's uh, get a chance to talk with our coaches now. We start off with the uh, J Town Bulldogs. Their head coach is David Lacoco. And we'll hear from David uh, coming up uh, shortly here as uh, 
we have uh, a new tape recorder that uh, was just given to me, and that we're trying to uh, figure it out right now. So come on, David. Let's see. David Lococo, I think we're set here. Tape two. We have this year now. We've got a group that is mixed of six- and seven-year-old young men. Um, the seven-year-olds have done a phenomenal job of providing a little bit of leadership for kids that have played in this league before. A couple six-year-olds that are stepping up and taking some starter, starting role positions uh, that we're a little surprised about. Uh, we feel like we'll be in the top echelon of this league. We, we, we should be competing for a divisional uh, championship, but today will be a true tale of where we're at because we feel like we're playing one of the best teams in the league today. Individually, or maybe some of the players to watch today. That definitely uh, DJ Grinner at uh, running back is a superstar. Cash Alvey offensively is doing a great job. Landon Simpkins, a quarterback. Um, on the defensive side, Nick Lococo is uh, one of our leaders at linebacker, and uh, he's doing a great job. So, it would be our top seven year olds right now. It'll probably be captains. Coach, good talk to you. Good luck to that. Thank you very much. Okay, uh, some comments uh, from the head uh, football coach. Of the J-Town uh, Bulldogs, that is uh, David uh, Lococo. And we are just about uh, about three minutes away or so from uh, starting our football game. I think we got uh, time to talk to Coach Souls, who's one of the former NFL players that uh, is uh, in the coaching in this uh, Logo Youth Football League. And we'll be back in our interview all set to go with the Coach Souls uh, from uh, the East End Warriors. And that will be coming up right after we pause again now for the, this message. Welcome back to Youth Football from the Louisville Youth Football League. Then our pregame show continues. Let's hear from Coach Souls now from uh, the East End Warriors. Play yesterday, and uh, team ready to go? Oh, yes, we are. We are definitely ready to go. Finally, we get to play some football. <laughs> uh, we have some good scrimmages, but now it's, it's time to go. It's, it's uh, game one, and uh, we're ready. What type of team do you have now? Oh, we have a very experienced team. Uh, we had a whole lot of kids come back from last year, and also filling in some of the kids we got this year. Uh, we had some came from different leagues. Uh, they've actually stepped up to the occasion. Uh, you know, it's a big expectation playing Warrior football. So, yeah, they're right. I'm very excited. Individually, here's some of the players to watch today now. Uh, Brendan Bates, number 35. He's our tailback. Uh, Lane. Oh, not quite sure his number is our quarterback. Yeah. <laughs> uh, he's a pretty good player. Uh, we got some good players on defense. Uh, Antoine Ho, somebody to look out for. Uh, Caleb Hobbs, a good linebacker. Uh, we got a pretty good group. I can name kids all day long. Yeah, good group. Should be a good test today. Oh, yeah. Daytown Bulldogs is a very good football team. Uh, they beat us last year, and we remember that. So I definitely keep that in mind. Good luck to you, Cody. Thank you, Dave. All right, uh, Coach uh, Souls uh, played some uh, professional football with uh, the uh, Cleveland Browns, uh, what we understand, and uh, does a real nice job with his uh, East End Warriors team. And uh, as we mentioned, uh, Coach Lococo uh, working with the uh, J-Town uh, Bulldog team as uh, we are just about set to go. We got uh, the captain's uh, meeting at uh, the center of the field. Play eight, uh, eight-minute quarters, eight-minute half. And the second game uh, set to begin at uh, 4.30, even if this ends a little early, which uh, probably uh, will. We'll uh, have some time between games. Uh, Mike Bray can go back to regular programming. We'll have to kind of play that by ear and uh, fill you in on all that. But uh, we are just about set as uh, the officials. Let's see. As uh, Mr. Bowers gave me a list of uh, who will be working. We got uh, Sean Grady, uh, Sean Grady Jr., Doug Brown, and Tim Weaver. 
four officials uh, working this game today. And we're here at the Skyview Park. It's uh, one of many facilities that uh, the Louisville Youth Football League uh, will use uh, for its football games this summer and fall. Well, he got it away, as we mentioned yesterday. I know that uh, well, they use uh, Fern Creek uh, High School is used, and uh, over in Spencer County, they use a uh, facility out that way. Officials are still talking with uh, the players. And game number two uh, will be J-Town, uh, the Bulldogs, against uh, the East End Warriors in uh, the Kiwi Division. The Mighty Mike Division, again, involves the 5, 6, and 7, but uh, as Mr. Bowers mentioned, that mostly just 6 and 7-year-olds of uh, the 5 uh, really have uh, their own little uh, little uh, competition uh, set up away from this to kind of introduce them, so to speak, in uh, the game of football, but... Uh, Broadcasting for about 40 years now, and I uh, can't remember ever doing a sporting event uh, involving any youngsters younger than this. So we're looking forward to it. There should be a lot of fun as uh, we get set to uh, kick off the uh, 2014 season. And uh, each and every uh, Saturday, we'll have uh, probably uh, a couple of uh, football games uh, coming your way here on uh, the Sports Buzz AM 1450 as we try to get uh, everybody uh, covered, all the teams in the various uh, Division, so get everybody some by uh, airtime, some uh, publicity. You know, we've already had uh, several people come up to us and uh, ask how they can uh, pick up the game online uh, with uh, relatives living. Let's see, I had someone from Ohio come up and uh, someone from Florida, believe it or not, that have uh, relatives that uh, want to listen to the game today. So, looking forward to uh, saying hello to everybody, uh, wherever you may be. Uh, with a chance to pick up our local youth football league action here on WXBW AM 1450 as Dugan Ryan did a really nice job lining things up with the commissioner, as we mentioned, Todd Bowers, and Todd assisted by Ashley Wade as the secretary. And here at J-Town, as we mentioned, the president, Dean Mucker, who will be joining us somewhere along the way as we get set to get our game underway here today. But Dean will be stopping down in our East End Warrior uh, assistant is uh, Carlos uh, Phillips, who uh, helps out as well. Okay, what do we got here? Anticipation looks like we have the East End Warriors who won the toss, and they have deferred. And taking the football will be the J-Town Bulldogs. So uh, J-Town, Jefferson Town, the Bulldogs will hit the football first. As uh, interesting, uh, the East End Warriors... Coach Stowell's play professional football, and you see that in the pro game a lot, but a team that wins the toss and uh, defers until uh, the second half of play. Uh, likelihood that they'll hit the football, will want to receive. But depending on, of course, uh, the course of this game, but uh, you would think would probably want to receive then. They'll have the option anyway to receive in uh, half number two. We're going to get set to stand up here to call all the actions today, get a better view. We're right at field level, but uh, sitting down, it's a uh, Kind of low. The uh, field is really crowned at uh, the center. Really in remarkably good shape considering all the uh, rain that, uh, just, that we've had. Uh, I don't know if it's South X out here or not, but I'll, you know, um, it's uh, remarkable that uh, the field position is really in uh, pretty good shape. And the football, is, uh, they'll be taking over. The looks like the uh, 40-yard line. It'll actually kick off. So J-Town will take over. Oh, that was thunder here overhead, but it uh, looks like we got some clear skies. But uh, J-Town will take over at uh, the 40-yard line with a first down as the Bulldogs will come up to the line of scrimmage. And we are set to go with our first broadcast of the Louisville Youth of Football season from the 40-yard line. It will be 
a running play, running around the right side. Little Staff and Joe move, turning the corner, and a nice run, a first down run by number seven. That was uh, Damon Greiter. So Greiter with a nice run of about to 13 yards across the midfield strike to the 47-yard line of uh, the East End Warriors. So a first down, a 13-yard scamper around the right side by Damon Greiter. Play England at uh, the quarterback position. So the football was spotted at the uh, 47-yard line. Grinner with the uh, first down run from the uh, 47-yard line. First and 10 for J-Town. 7.35 to go. Moving clock in the first quarter. Again, we'll play eight-minute quarters. J-Town will come up the line of scrimmage. Under center, that looks to be uh, Zane Wagner. So and now we got some flags flying and a fumble in the backfield, but uh, the play was uh, stopped before it got going, and we're going to get uh, a penalty on the play. Five-yard procedure walk-off to go against J-Town, so that'll move the football. And a number change here is Elijah's 37. Gotcha. Okay, thank you. So bring up the first and 15, the football back at uh, the 44-yard line. So first and 15 for J-Town, the football at the 44. Landon Simpkins on the quarterback position. Man in motion, takes the snap, a fumble, ball loose, rolling free, and it looks like East End Warriors have recovered as the running back uh, never did quite get the handle on the football grinner, getting that uh, handoff from uh, from the quarterback, uh, Simpkins. And the fumble, and it was recovered by the East End Warriors, so they will have the football at the 45-yard line. So from the 45-yard line of J-Town, the East End Warriors have a first down. Lane Dowden at quarterback. Braden Cannon, uh, their outstanding tailback. Five, six, and seven-year-olds. And I'll tell you what, they were all really excited to get out here on the field today and get, uh, get this football season underway. From the 45-yard line of J-Town, it is a first down for the East End Warriors. Coach is able to huddle the kids up in the backfield and uh, get the play into them. Here's a running play off the right side, 45 at the 43-yard line. Running the football around the right side was Brendan Bates. So Bates runs for about two yards out of the play. That'll bring up second down at eight yards to go. Football spotted at the 43-yard line of J-Town. 6.50 to go in the first quarter. Yeah, these ball games were originally scheduled for yesterday morning. This game was scheduled for 10 and a Pee Wee Division game for 11.30. But uh, postponed because of the rainy weather. Rescheduled for today, 3 and 4.30 the start times. So on second and eight. This time the quarterback is under center. We had some movement. As Lane Dowden has set his ball club and uh, some early movement along the way. And it's going to be against the defense. So defensive encroachment. Five-yard walk-off. We'll move the football down to the 38-yard line. Instead of second and eight, uh, going to make uh, the East End Warriors uh, chore a little bit easier now to gain the first down, a second and three. 
So second down, three yards to go for the East End Warriors. Louisville Youth Football League action. Again, the largest youth football program in the state of Kentucky. Over 2,000 players and coaches involved, over 50 teams. Dowden will take the snap and hand it, sweeping the left side, turning the corner at the 30. Oh, nice little tap and go move, 25-20-15. At the 10, at the 5, and into the end zone for a touchdown goes Maurice Stevens. So Stevens will run it in from 38 yards out. So Maurice Stevens with the touchdown run, a 38-yarder. What was so impressive there was his little stop-and-go move as uh, he was able to shake away from the defender, circling the left end. He had just one man to beat and stopped and then uh, started again and was able to beat that defender around the left side and take it down the near sidelines all the way for an East End Warrior touchdown. So they have scored to make it out 6 to nothing with 6.13 to go in the first quarter. They recovered a fumble, had a couple of plays later into the end zone on the Stevens run. Here's the quarterback running left, and he is into the end zone. Good work there by Lane Dowden. Uh-oh, there is a penalty marker dropped down the play, though. This may nullify the uh, touchdown run on the conversion. We get a hold to go against East End Warriors. So this will back them up now and make their chore much more difficult on the extra point. Dowden took the uh, direct snap out of the shotgun, and the quarterback ran around the left side for the conversion. But again, it uh, was nullified on a holding call. Well, they'll walk this one off. Move the ball all the way back to the 13-yard line. The extra point try upcoming for the East End Warriors from the 13-yard line. Touchdown run by Maurice Stevens of 38 yards, giving the East End Warriors the early lead. Here's Dowden looking to throw. Now scrambles off to the right side. Got some running room at the 10, and will be driven out of bounds at the 8-yard line. So the extra point try fails. We have 6.13 to go in the opening quarter. Our Monday Night Football, a youth football game from Skyview Park today at 6 to nothing. The East End Warriors lead the J-Town Bulldogs, and we'll be back with more of our coverage coming up right after this message. Welcome back to Youth Football from the Louisville Youth Football League. Rick Bell back with you from Skyview Park here in Jefferson Town. A very warm, humid Sunday afternoon. Football action on the Sports Buzz AM 1450. Of course, your home for IU football and basketball this season. High school football starting out in less than two weeks, and then with youth football on Saturday, we got an awful lot covered. So, second possession of the ball game now. The Chaytown team and airs a run around the right side, needing a block, giving up some ground, but the ball carrier turning the corner and will be wrestled down, running with the football around the right side was Damon Gritter as uh, he is brought down. Let's see exactly where they put him down. An official timeout. Ball is spotted right about uh, the 40-yard line, so a lot of running, no gain. And now we're going to get the timeout. It's going to be called by Jaytown. We'll keep it right here. We have 5.27 to go in the opening quarter. It's 6-0 with the East End Warriors out on top of the Jaytown Bulldogs in the Mighty Mike Division. The 5-, 6-, and 7-year-olds, the Kiwi Division will follow. Ages 8 and 9, the players are in the 
Same two teams will go at it here at 4.30 this afternoon, and we'll keep it right here. We'll have the broadcast on WXBW AM 1450. Started this ball game. Uh, J-Town took the football at the 40 and fumbled, and the fumble was recovered at the 45-yard line by the East End Warriors, and two plays later, they uh, were into the end zone, a 38-yard touchdown scamper around the left side by Maurice Stevens. Failed on their conversion try, so we have a six to nothing ball game. Timeout called moments ago by J Town. In the field, it's a little bit on the wet side. I walked, uh, walked across the field to catch the coaches earlier, and uh, it is a little bit wet, but uh, concerning all the uh, rain, uh, it, uh, it's really in remarkably good shape. You know, we're getting some rain uh, in various areas, uh, but it's scattered storms today, and uh, hopefully we can uh, avoid those scattered storms because uh, they're hitting some areas awfully hard, including the Valhalla Golf Course, where they're holding the fourth and final round of the PGA this afternoon. So hopefully uh, they'll be able to get that in today. But at least right now overhead, we have partly sunny skies. It is mighty humid, though. I'll tell you what, uh, just dripping wet. and sure the players are warm as well, and those are shoulder pads and what have you. So on second down and about 10 yards to go. Time by Grinner going to run out of the uh, shotgun. Calling signals. Second and 10 from the 40. Officials trying to get everybody set. Looks like we're set to go now. Let's watch the center staff snap because it's not always a given. We have flags flying. Sprinter started to run around the left side, and uh, we're going to get uh, the play blown dead. I believe the center was a little bit late getting that snap back. Is, uh, and the five-yard walk-off will go against the offense and bring up now second and 15. So second and 15. Damon Grinder has done uh, most of the work uh, offensively for the J-Town Bulldogs, as uh, Coach Coco told us uh, He's a guy they're counting on that quite a bit uh, to run the football for them this upcoming season. Second and 15 for the 35-yard line. 527 to go in the first quarter. Six to nothing, the East End Warriors on top of the J-Town Bulldogs. And we have the line of scrimmage, and we'll check out the formation. Looks like they're going to go with the quarterback this time as uh, – Landon Simpkins is under center, taking the snap, and here's a draw. Handoff right up the middle, some running room before that hole closed in a hurry. Short gain, as with the football, that uh, running the ball was uh, Colin Jefferson. Colin Jefferson, very slow gain up. He took a pretty good shot and put a good lateral quickness by that defense of the East End Warriors because there was a nice hole right up the middle, and Jefferson started to go uh, and all of a sudden, that hole closed his uh, pursuit coming from the side, and they wrap him up and bring him down. The football is at the 38-yard line, so it brings up now third and about 12 yards to go. So third and 12 for the J-Town Bulldogs, the football at the 38-yard line. Out of the shotgun, the Grinder will uh, call signals. He looks. Takes the snap, high snap, he comes down with a circle to the left side, breaks the tackle, and will not get back to the line of scrimmage, or may have just gotten back to the line of scrimmage before he's wrapped up and brought down. No gain. So that'll bring up a fourth down. Good uh, defense there is uh, coming up with Antoine Hogue Jr. to uh, bring Grinder down. So that's going to bring up now a fourth down. And we're going to get a penalty, though. 
And that's going to be a major walk-off to go against the East Town Warriors. Oh, they just, uh, okay, I see what they're doing. So on fourth down, they're just going to mark the walk the ball down to about the 25-yard line. Of the 26. So the East End Warriors uh, following that. They don't actually do kicking off and punting. They'll walk it down and say, well, we want to punt. So they just uh, walk the ball down. How many yards is that? Probably about, uh, about 40 yards or so. The football right about the 26-yard line. First down for the East End Warriors with 3.46 to go in the first quarter. The field position not quite as good this time around. The first time they recovered a fumble and started at the J-Town 45-yard line and took them only two plays to score. So from the 25-yard line, they get the snap back, but when you get penalty markers dropped down the play, as the quarterback Dowden was uh, rolling right, started to run it on the quarterback keeper, but the play blown dead. We had some early movement up front. So another penalty. Usually the first game of the year. You're going to see some of this, getting the kinks out. Again, you got to remember, we're talking about players that are five, six, and seven years old. We're in the Peewee, or in the uh, Mighty Bikes division, the Peewee division, the uh, eight nines is uh, coming up next. So a five-yard walk-off. We'll move the football just across the 30-yard line and bring up first and five. So first and five for the Warriors. The football is at the 30 as the play went uh, against the defense. And here's a handoff up the middle. And some good work by the defense to stack up that running play. But breaking free now, boy, I'll tell you what, he's tough to bring down. There goes Mr. Stevens again down the sidelines and touches to the middle. 20, 15, still on his feet, and five. Oh, my gosh. That is an unbelievable run. Maury Stevens with a terrific run of about, uh, what, uh, 30, about 65 yards. So Stevens goes 65 yards to score. They had him stop back in the backfield. Looked like he was about to go down. And then somehow he was able to pop free, cut it to the far sidelines, and race some 65 yards for an East End Warrior touchdown. So Stevens, on two carries, is over 100 yards rushing already in this ballgame and two scores. He has scored from 38 and from 65, and it's a 12 to nothing ball game with 3:21 to go in the opening quarter, with the East End Warriors on top of the J-Town Bulldogs from the three-yard line. Stevens will take the snap, running left, and took a picked up a nice block and heads to the goal line, and he did get in. So Stevens is able to take it in. Check it; it may have been Brendan Bates. Bates around the left side, number 28. So a one-point extra point is good. And that'll make it now 13 to nothing with 321 to go in the first quarter. So the East End Warriors have had uh, the football uh, twice and have scored uh, two touchdowns. Both scored by Maurice Stevens. He's been the star of the game so far. J-Town will get the football at its own 40-yard line for the third straight possession. Trying to get some offense generated. So I want to have to give the football right back to the Seaside Warriors team because we have seen how explosive they can be. Well, speed at all levels is uh, really, uh, really kills. Speed kills, as they say. But I'll tell you what, when you get players uh, this young, they usually it's a speed game. And at least so far, the speed advantage has gone to the Seaside Warriors. They lead it to 13 to nothing. 
Three minutes, 20 seconds to go in the first. Set to go now from the 40-yard line. Well, we get a second. Uh, let's congratulate uh, the New Albany uh, All-Star Baseball team. Oh, my, they gave it a great run in that Great Lakes Regional. What like they were going to get her done yesterday and go to Williamsport uh, for the Little League World Series. It uh, just came up a little bit short against a very good uh, Chicago baseball team. But uh, guys, job well done. What a terrific uh, tournament run it was. On first down, here's a handoff up the middle, and uh, not much doing there. They just uh, haven't been able to open up some holes for their uh, running backs, and uh, carrying the football up the gut that time was uh, the fullback uh, for the Bulldogs. That was uh, Colin Jefferson. Jefferson for no gain. Second down, 10 yards to go. Football still at the 40. Haven't seen a pass as we met in this ball game. Everything's been on the ground. 250 to go in the first quarter. 13 to nothing. The East End Warriors on top. Two touchdowns and one conversion. J-Town coming up to the line of scrimmage now. Ryder out of the shotgun, and before he takes the snap, we're going to get another timeout called by uh, Jefferson Town. So J-Town wants time, so with 2.34 to go in the opening quarter, with the East End Warriors up by a score of 13 to nothing, we got a break in the action. So right now, let's pause for this message. Welcome back to Youth Football from the Louisville Youth Football League. Oh, you can hear the wind starting to kick up a bit, uh, which cools things down uh, ever so slightly. You're on a very warm, uh, humid uh, Sunday afternoon of a youth football action today in the Louisville Youth Football League. We're here at uh, Skyview Park in Jefferson Town for the opening game of the 2014 uh, season. And the East End Warriors have a 13 to nothing lead over the J-Town Bulldogs right now. J-Town face for the second and ten. The football is at the 40-yard line with 2.34 to go in the opening quarter. Already used a couple of timeouts here in the first quarter play. Reiner out of the shotgun, and let's see who's going to get the handoff. And the running back is snowed under. Has knocked down for a loss on the play. And taking the snap was England, and he was... But down immediately, they're just having a hard time. The battle up front, uh, not only the great quickness of uh, the East End Warriors, but uh, they're winning uh, the battle of the trenches right now, controlling the line of scrimmage, both offensively and defensively. That was a loss of about four, which brings up now third and 14. Third down and 14 yards to go for the Bulldogs of J-Town, looking to get something going offensively. They will break the huddle down and come up the line of scrimmage. And Grinter out of the uh, shotgun from the left hash mark, calling signals on third and long. And we get some movement up front, and I believe the defense may have jumped offside there, offside against the D. Now instead of third and 13, that'll make it third and eight. Football moved up to the 42-yard line. Third down and eight yards to go for J-Town. Football at the Bulldogs, 42-yard line. High school football, as we mentioned, starts here on the Sports Buzz a week from Friday. We'll have New Albany at Providence. It'll be a 7.30 kickoff. 
forward to getting the high school season underway. Third and long. DJ Grenner again calling signals. Everybody set. There's a snack back. He's going to throw. Fires the pass down the field. Caught it. Making the reception short of a first down, but a nice catch made by Cash Alby as Leonard throws a pass down the far sidelines and Alby coming back to the football to make the reception. He's about uh, two yards short of a first down. The football is spotted at the 48-yard line, but close enough to go for it now for J-Town to our first pass of the football game, and it was a completed one from Greiner to Alby. Uh, so the football spotted at the 48, fourth and two. J-Town to go for it. 105 to go, first quarter. 13-0, the East End Warriors on top. Mighty Bite Division, Louisville Youth Football Action today from Skyview Park. On fourth and shorts. Reiner calling signals, trying to draw the defense offside, and he does. So they're able once again to draw the defense offside. A little bit over-anxious on that left side was uh, the East End Warriors. So that embarks the football across the midfield stripe for the 48-yard line to give Jake out his first first down in this football game. The Bulldogs have it at the, about the 47-yard line of the 10. The first and 10, Jake Town at the 47. 40 seconds ago in the first quarter. 13 to nothing. The Warriors of East, uh, East End lead. The TV runs by Maury Stevens, 1 of 38, 1 of 65. Maybe the final play of the first quarter. J-Town up the line of scrimmage from the East End 47-yard line. And out of the shotgun. And rolling right, Grinter going to run it with the football, turning the corner, 45-40, and 35-yard line and driven out of bounds at the 34-yard line. Nice run around the right side and good blocking uh, as D.J. Grinter picked up a couple of downfield blocks down the near sidelines and was able to run it for a first down. The football spotted just inside the 30-yard line. Did get out of bounds, tapping the clock with 13.2 seconds to go in the first quarter. So a nice drive going for J-Town. Just with the doctor orders, they were struggling big time, trailing early 13 to nothing without a first down. But they put together now back-to-back first downs and have the football at the 29-yard line of the East End Warriors. Huddling back at the 45-yard line is Jefferson Town. Game number one of the Youth Football League season. Again, over 2,000 players and coaches, over 50 teams involved in different leagues as part of this division. Quarterback Landon Simpkins will operate under center on first down. Simpkins. That's the ball club. In motion goes Elvie, and it will be a handoff up the middle, and boy, there's just not much doing there. A little pile keeps moving forward, and good strong run there by Colin Jefferson as he runs the football for a couple yards down to the 27-yard line, and that is it, uh, the final play of the first quarter. So after one quarter of football, it is the East End Warriors 13, the J-Town Bulldogs nothing. And we'll be back with second quarter action today from Skyview Park coming up right after this message.
Welcome back to Youth Football from the Louisville Youth Football League. All right, Pat, we are here at the Skyview Park in uh, Jefferson Town. As we mentioned, uh, over 50 uh, total teams involved in the uh, largest youth football program in the state of Kentucky, the Louisville Youth Football League teams from Louisville Metro, Jefferson County, Oldham County, and Spencer County. It's actually uh, the second year of existence. Uh, championship games at the end of the season will be taking place at Trinity High School. So we are just about set to go with quarter number two. 13 to nothing lead for the East End Warriors in the Mighty Mike Division. And players uh, 5, 6, and 7. The Pee Wee Division game will follow this one. The 8 and 9 year olds scheduled for a 4 30 start time. And that too has uh, the East End Warriors taking on uh, the J Town Bulldogs. Like we had uh, an extended break uh, after that first quarter of play. Uh, Giving the players uh, plenty of time to get uh, some fluids in them again. It is mighty, mighty humid. I'll tell you what, uh, maybe the temperature uh, has been hotter, but I'll tell you what, uh, there's just uh, not a heck of a lot moving, although it's last uh, about 15 minutes or so, we have had uh, a little bit of breeze. Uh, boy, the flag was just limp up until about 15 minutes ago, and it was mighty warm. So here we go. It will be uh, second down and about, uh, well, it's called nine yards to go. The clock set at uh, eight minutes, uh, eight-minute quarters, four eight-minute quarters. There they go. We've got that set to go now. So first play of quarter number two. Eight down up to the line of scrimmage. Bulldogs, all right, now we're set to go. Brainer out of the shotgun, calling signals, taking the snap, rolling left, and will be hit and goes down. Coming up to make the play was uh, Brendan Bates. So Bates uh, making the play defensively, and uh, boy, it was an outstanding play at that as he was able to wrestle Grenner down all the way back at the 42-yard line. So a huge loss in the play, and that's going to bring up now third down in about 18 yards to go. So third and 18 with the football back at uh, the 42-yard line. Underway, quarter number two. J-Town in need of uh, a big play following that uh, big loss. Outstanding defensive play by uh, Brennan Bates. Bates and Stevens have been, uh, been the main guys so far for this uh, East End Warriors team. Under center this time will operate quarterback Landon Simpsons with uh, a running back Jefferson and Grinner behind him. Grinner gets the handoff at the 40 at the 36-yard line and wrestled down after running for about seven. So right about back to the original line of scrimmage. It'll bring up fourth and ten. So fourth and ten with the football spotted at uh, the 32-yard line. 6.40 to go. Moving clock, second quarter. 13-0, the Warriors on top of the Bulldogs. East End leading J-Town. And J-Town will go forward here, of course, uh, with the football in East End Warrior territory. Well, no, they won't go forward. Uh, apparently, they're going to give up the football, but they're going to walk that one off and really pin, pin the Warriors back deep. 
Let's see exactly where they're going to mark the football inside the 10. Now that's a nine-yard line, it looks like. So from the nine, well, they've had the ball only three plays, and they've scored two touchdowns. First possession, two plays. It was Stevens going 38. First play, second possession, Stevens uh, goes 65. Now the East End Warriors will start from their own uh, nine-yard line with the football with 5.51 to go in the first half, leading 13 to nothing. By far, J-Town's the best offensive possession, though, on the previous one. Now they're going to reach. Okay, they're going to move it even further. It looks like it's going to be about uh, the five- or four-yard line, so apparently the four-yard line is where they'll start. So from the four-yard line on first down, and they're going to throw the football. Now running, the quarterback able to turn the corner at the five, at the ten. No, pitches it back and running with the football, and they were finally able to make the play. But uh, Scampery down the right side, nice run of the play by uh, Damari Edlin. So Edlin gets his first carry in this football game, and he makes a nice game. Just everything's working right now for the East End Warriors. Football is at the 20, so he runs for 16 yards around the right side. So a 16-yard run by Edlin. First down for the Warriors. Football at the 20. Quarterback Lane Dowden. Up to the line of scrimmage now. Dowden will operate on the shotgun. Takes his snap. Here's a sweep around the left side. And breaking a tackle. Here comes Stevens cutting back against the grain. Breaking tackles along the way. And it's going to be nailed for a loss of about two. We do have a late flag that came flying in, so we'll check out the penalty. Good defense there by J-Town uh, containing Stevens, but when you get a face mask penalty against the Bulldogs, so tough face mask call will go against Jefferson Town after they're finally able to corral Maurice Stevens, who has been running a rough shot through him early on in this football game. So the walk-off will go at the end of the play. 5.33 to play, first half. East End Warriors. In the Mighty Might Division, out in front of the J-Town Bulldogs by a score of 13 to nothing. So the football spotted about the, uh, there it's just a five-yard walk-off. So the ball is at uh, the 27-yard line. And running right, Stevens going to be hit and will go down right about the line of scrimmage. And good pursuit. By the defense, hanging on for dear life. That was Jefferson. Uh, good work there by uh, Colin Jefferson as he was able to wrap up Stevens and uh, bring him down for no game. And that's going to bring up now second down. And they have only about a yard to go. Is that uh, face mask penalty was a, a five-yarder and not an automatic first down. Didn't give him the first down. So it is second and one. Football is spotted at the... 34-yard line, 4.25 to go in the first half. Second and one for the East End Warriors, and here's a handoff running left with Edlin, turning the corner and will be hit and goes down right about the first down marker for J-Town. Grenner was in on the tackle, and so was 
number 21. He's uh, slow in getting up. That is Grayson Napier. Napier appeared to injure his left arm. He comes off the field. It is a first down. The football is spotted at the 39-yard line. The first down run by Damari Eaglin. Eastman Warriors have had the ball three times on their previous two possessions. They have scored. They're moving the football. They start it from the home four. They move it out to their 39-yard line. First and 10 from the 39. As the quarterback at Dowden will take the snap, rolling right. He'll be hit, breaks a tackle, gets to the outside, and now goes down. So good work there. As they will trip up Dowden uh, and uh Ritter came up to uh, make the play defensively, and a big loss on the play as the football is spotted back at the 33-yard line. So a loss of about seven. Bring up now second down and 17 yards to go. 3.15 to go, first half. 13 to nothing. The Eastman Warriors in front of the uh, J-Town Bulldogs in Mighty Mike Division. New football today from Skyview Park on a Warm, humid, at least so far rainless this Sunday afternoon after being rained out yesterday. So on second and long, here's a handoff, and there goes that man. He gets to the outside. Stevens slips, loses his balance. He regains it 40, 45, 50. May go into the clear at the 30, at the 25, the 20. And Stevens will go all the way for a touchdown, as that play will go for 67 yards. So Stevens scores from 30 to 33 yard line, a 67 yard run. When he gets into the clear, it is a good find. There's going to be nobody to catch him. So three long touchdown runs today by Maury Stevens, a 38 of 65, and now a 67 yards. It was a 96 yard touchdown drive by the East End Warriors, and they lead this football game now by a score of 19 to nothing with 235 to go in the first half. Going for the conversion now from the three-yard line. From the three-yard line. Stevens out of the shotgun. He'll take the snap, rolling right, and will take it into the end zone as he scores, standing up for the conversion. So the extra point is good. Makes it now 20 to nothing. 235 to go in the first half, 20 to nothing. The Warriors of East End on top of the J-Town Bulldogs. And we'll be back with more of our coverage of youth football today and this Sunday afternoon from Skyview Park here on the Sports Bars. AM 1450 coming up right after this message. Welcome back to Youth Football from the Louisville Youth Football League. And back we are here at the Skyview Park in Jefferson Town as we get set to uh, resume play the fourth uh, series coming up now, fourth possession for the J-Town Bulldogs. And the fourth straight time they have started from their own 40-yard line. They find themselves in quite a hole now, down by a score of 20 to nothing with uh, 235 to go in the first half. Coming off by far their uh, best possession the last time they had the football. And on first down, we get uh, a man dropped to the backfield for a loss of... Uh, about a yard or two as uh, the quarterback was snowed under that time. That was uh, Landon Simpkins. So Simpkins brought down, called a loss of one at the 39-yard line. 
as it center of the line just got uh, pushed back right into Simpkins, and he just absolutely took the snap and then was snowed under immediately, had nowhere to go. But loss of one, second and 11. Block moving, two minutes to go, first half, 20 to nothing. The East End Warriors on top. Totally dominating play. They had the ball three times. They scored three times. All long touchdown runs. From the 30, Bates and Stevens, uh, those two have been simply outstanding so far today, 25 and 28 numbers. And now we get, uh, boy, the snap back to the quarterback, but uh, the line wasn't just set, so a five-yard penalty will be going. Procedure against the offense. I'll move the football back to the 30 four-yard line and bring up second and 16. So second down, 16 yards to go from the 34-yard line for J-Town with a minute and a half to go in the first half. So Isaac Sills, former NFL player, the Cleveland Browns, uh, former NFL player, now the head coach of uh, the Z-Send Warrior team, and he's had a real nice job. Well-disciplined football team, and very impressive far. Considering these are only five, six, and seven year old kids. I'll tell you what, uh, they play beyond their years, let me tell you. Now we get a uh, timeout going to be called by J Town, I believe, and this will be their third and final timeout in the first half of play. So we'll keep it right here with 107 to go in the first half, 20 to nothing. With the East End Warriors out in front, and we'll have the Kiwi Division game up following this one. Have our winning coach and our star of the game that they will be coming over uh, after this contest is over. Uh, they do a nice job over here of uh, running the show. Again, our commissioner of the entire league, uh, the commissioner is Todd Bowers. Hope you had a chance to hear Todd talk about this uh, youth football league on our uh, pregame show here at uh, J Town. The president, uh, D. Mucker, got us all set up here today. Got a card table right along the uh, 50 yard line along the fence area. And we've got the pretty darn good vantage point. So we're set to resume play here shortly with uh, 107 to go in the first half. Interesting to see if Coach Souls, I don't think uh, East End has even used the timeout as of yet. It'd be interesting to see if uh, they bring the ball carrier down short here with first down and uh, the next play if he'll use one of his timeouts with a chance to get the football back and still some time left to work with here at the end of the first half of play. Very quick, well-disciplined East End Warrior football team that uh, we've seen so far here today. You know, J-Town, they're going to be heard from as the season goes along. They're going to get better after this uh, performance here, though. We still have a lot of football to be playing. Here's Grinder with Grinder on the left side, and he will be hit and goes down. Got a nice game, though, of uh, about five yards or so around the left side, up across the 35 to the 37-yard line. So I'm going to bring up third down and... 12 yards to go. So third and 12. Block is moving. 45 seconds of play in the first half. And apparently, you said Warriors will uh, not snap the clock. So third and 12. With the football at uh, the 38 yard line. This may be about the final play in the first half. 
as Chaytown will come up the line of scrimmage now. Sprinter out of the shotgun. He's been their main offense so far, running the football. Walk down to eight seconds. And looks like J-Town finally set. They're going to have to hurry to get this playoff, and that is going to be it for one half of football. And they're not able to get the playoff in time. So after one half of football, we have uh, make sure it uh, holds it does. So a 20 to nothing that ball game at the half. 20 nothing at the half with the East End Warriors out in front of the J-Town Bulldogs. And that will have about uh, five-minute uh, Five minute halves. So I'll tell you what. Uh, we'll uh, we'll break for a we'll break for a minute. We'll break for a couple uh, couple of messages, and then we'll be back uh, with the recap of the uh, first half of play. And we'll get ahead to half number two here today from Skyview Park with the East End Warriors out in front of the J Town Bulldogs by a score of twenty to nothing. As our coverage will continue right after this one minute timeout. Welcome back to Youth Football from the Louisville Youth Football League. Okay, back we are. Great Bell with you at uh, Skyview Park here in Jefferson Town. We're at uh, the half of a 20 to nothing ball game with uh, the East End Warriors uh, out on top, leading the J-Town Bulldogs again here at uh, Skyview Park, as we mentioned. And uh, one of the big guys here is uh, Carlos Phillips, uh, helping run the show here at uh, uh, J-Town uh, League and what have you. And uh, my friend, uh, thanks for joining us here today. And uh, facility, I, I like it over here. It's nice. J-Town is a wonderful facility. Uh, I'm with the Eastern Warriors, and we're in the Yeah, there you go. Tampa, having such a first-class venue here. Now, when you talk East End Warriors, I mean, uh, where are most of your players from? Uh, primarily from the eastern part of Jefferson County, uh-huh. but they come from they come from all over. Is that right? Yeah, I'll, I'll tell you what, uh, who's ever doing your recruiting, keep them, because uh, I'll tell you what, I like them, oh my gosh, between uh, between Mr. Stevens and Bates, uh, I mean, they're getting all the headlines, but uh, the guys up front are doing a great job, and uh, I've been really impressed, Coach Souls, obviously, has been around football, and uh, well-disciplined. They've had very few penalties. They're well-organized, and I've just been really impressed so far. Well, this coaching staff, you know, when you're coaching five and, and six-year-olds, five, six, and seven-year-olds, uh, sometimes it's like herding cats. Uh, but this coaching staff has really done an unbelievable job of keeping everybody uh, together, keeping them on the same page. You know, the running backs get a lot of the attention, but if you know the game mm-hmm. uh, like I do, and you see some great blocks being laid out there. The linemen are really creating great opportunities for these backs to do well today. Well, I told some of my buddies I was doing announcing a game today involving five, six, and seven-year-olds. They said, now, wait a second. you got to be kidding me. I'll tell you what. If we didn't start, I know, from New York, we started when we were eight. Uh, that was the youngest we ever started. And uh, I like the, the earlier, the better, I think. And uh, and uh, these kids play uh, beyond their years. They don't look like five, six, and seven-year-olds out there. Yeah, the coaching is, is, is excellent. Mm-hmm. And, you know, as a fan of the age, they really, it's really hard for them to hurt each other. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's really hard for them to hurt each other. If you teach them the fundamentals, um, they can really do great stuff in a, in, a, in a safe way, and I think that's what's happening out here today. Because really at this age, everybody is about, you can have some exceptions, but everybody is about the same size, give or take, you know, a few inches, a few pounds here or there. Yeah, yeah. Um, evenly matched, evenly matched in terms of talent and, and everything. And I wouldn't be surprised if J-Town mounted a good comeback here in the second half. Mm-hmm. They, they're a great team. Now we'll see your uh, Pee Wee Division team coming up next, and uh, how they looking? Uh, the Pee Wees, they're looking good. They won um, the Louisville Youth Football League Championship uh, okay. last year, so they're trying to repeat. 
uh, but they look good. And Coach Gibbs has got got that uh, team routine uh, uh, performing really well early in the season. How about this league in general, though? They do a great job, don't they? Awesome job. We've got 14 programs mm-hmm. in the league, each with three or four uh, teams in the various age groups, and it's a great it's a great group of programs that uh, have to place the kids first. Mm-hmm. You know, place the kids first. That's what it's all about. It is what it's all about. Uh-huh. And uh, you know, there's a lot of things being said about youth football these days. But again, you get the right people leading, uh, leading these kids doing it the right way, great things will happen. And that's what we're seeing in Louisville Youth Football League right now. Now, do you have like a, a host field that you're using over your way? or what? We sure do. Uh, we practice at Hounds Park. Okay. Uh, but our home our home game field is Trinity High School. Is it real? Oh, okay. Oh, nice, huh? Yeah. Hey. So it's, a, it's a pretty fast track over <laughs> uh-huh. there with the turf and everything. And Trinity, uh, Trinity High School, uh, Rob Saxon and the folks over there, they've done a great job of uh, hosting us and um, we enjoy our experience over there and hope it continues well into the future. Yeah, that's all That's all Mr. Stevens and Bates need is a fast track. Your eyes are going to light up when you that Trinity field, huh? Oh, exactly, exactly. <laughs> hey, Carlos, thanks for stopping by, and uh, congratulations on a great, well, great, great job. Well, I want to thank you all for coming out and supporting uh, supporting youth football here in Metro Louisville. Uh, we appreciate you all being out here raising, raising awareness. Um, and uh, so thank you for spending your Sunday afternoon with us. It's going to be fun to watch these kids. And what I love and like about it is you follow somebody at a young age and just you, you watch them progress along the way. And it's so neat to see when they finally get up and then say high school or college. And you say, man, I remember him when he was a six-year-old you know, running rush well, shots. Well, on both teams, uh-huh. you see that type of talent. Yep. You could see some of these folks playing at a higher level. Definitely. Hey, thanks again. Thank you. Okay. Carlos Phillips of uh, the East End Warriors uh, program. And, uh, and uh, they uh, have a nice lead right now at uh, twenty to nothing. But uh, he mentioned uh, don't uh, don't count uh, the J Town Bulldogs out just yet. Uh, Coach Lococo and his uh, staff have uh, done a nice job uh, over the years, and uh, we're just about set to go with uh, period number three. And it will be uh, the East End Warriors uh, with the football will take over at uh, their forty-yard line so from the forty on uh, first down. They have not been stopped. They've had uh, three possessions. Dowden at quarterback will take the snap and uh, give it off. And Edlin running to the near sidelines will be hit. Breaks a tackle. 40, 43, 44, maybe the 45-yard line. First in there for the uh, J-Town team that was uh, Nicholas Lococo. He uh, made first contact with the running back, Edlin. Not able to bring him down, but he was able to slow him up and limit him to a gain of, let's see exactly where they put it down, at the 44-yard line. Let's give them uh, four yards on the play, second down, six yards to go. So the East End Warriors at their own 44-yard line, faced with a second and six. Just in the way, quarter number three, 20 to nothing your score with the Warriors on top. Dowden out of the shotgun, calling signals. He will give it off to Stevens, running left. He's at the 45. He's at the 50. He just glides, and now he's going to be knocked down. He got the first down with a late flight. Came flying in away from the football up at about the midfield strike. So Stevens runs for a first down, but it may be called back. Got to get a hold to go against the East End Warriors. So a holding call against the Warriors will... Back him up. We got seven oh one to go. Third quarter, twenty to nothing. Three long scoring runs by Stevens, leading the way for the East End Warriors. They have scored on drives of forty-five, of seventy-four, and ninety-six yards. 
When I say they scored on drives, they've all been culminated by long scoring runs, so really they haven't been much of a drive. The big play has been the big story in this football game so far. Stevens and Bates. So the football is back at the 39-yard line, and it will be a handoff and running right, making a nice cut. And still out of speed, 40, 50, luck out, going to the football. That's a new running back in the contest now. That is Damon Terrence. And all he does is run at 60 yards. That's, uh, let's see, 43, 57 yards. So Damon Terrence runs it in from 57 yards out. Four touchdowns in the ball game, and all four have been on runs of at least 38 yards out. A 38-yarder, a 65-yarder, a 67-yarder, and now a 53-yarder. And the score is ballooned up to 26 to nothing now with the East End Warriors in front. And going for the extra point try from the three-yard line. Yeah, the second game scheduled to begin at 4.30, and it looks like we'll probably just keep it right here because uh, probably won't have much time uh, to go right from this game to the next game, and now we're going to get uh, a timeout that's going to be called by the East End Warriors. So they'll call time and go for their extra point. They lead it 26 to nothing with 5.53 to play in quarter number three. And two ball games that coming your way this afternoon here on WXBW, Jeffersonville, Indiana, AM 1450. Dennison and Gang, of course, have been uh, busy calling uh, those New Albany youth baseball tournament games along the tournament trail that uh, finally ended, unfortunately, in Indianapolis yesterday in the Great Lakes Regional Final. Had the big early lead, but I'll tell you what, that Chicago team is just so explosive. They were able to get it together late and uh, went on to post that 12-7 win over New Albany as uh, Chicago advances now to uh, the Little League World Series in uh, Williamsport, Pennsylvania. What a crowd, though. Boy, New Albany had that place that buzzing yesterday in Indianapolis. Great turnout uh, for the uh, New Albany fans. And uh, congratulations again to Coach Bivin and his uh, team for a job well done. Well, he sure had a lot of people talking about that squad. So going for the extra point will be the East End Warriors from the three-yard line. Like Bates is going to be in the shotgun formation now. They alternate Bates and Stevens, it looks like, when they uh, want to run it. So you know Bates is going to take the snap and run one way or another. Going to head right, cuts inside, looking for running room, and will walk into the end zone for the extra point. So another nice run there by Brendan Bates. Bates and Stevens are just so smooth. They just glide out there and... Uh, they're also strong, tough to bring down, and they got uh, such great moves. They're so shifty uh, side to side. And uh, that time Bates uh, walks in from three. Extra point good. Score up now to 27 nothing. 5.53 to go in the third. So we do have a break in the action. So with this uh, break, let's pause again now for this message. Welcome back to Youth Football from the Louisville Youth Football League. 
Greg Bell back with you from uh, Skyview Park here in Jefferson Town at 27-0. The East End Warriors out in front of J-Town with 5.13 to go in quarter number three. A couple more youth uh, Louisville Youth Football League games are coming up next Saturday. And then the following Friday, our high school football season will kick off. we got uh, a game from uh, Providence in Clarksville with uh, Providence going up against New Albany at 7.30 kickoff to bat. Or to starting our high school season up here in less than two weeks and or Zod Youth Football uh, will be starting then, uh, coming up in uh, what, a couple Saturdays, uh, coming up at the end of August, last Saturday in August. So from uh, the 40-yard line, running play up the middle, fumble, but uh, J-Town was able to get it. Uh, boy, a good stick, uh, good stick on the running back is uh, they handed the football right at the middle to uh, Colin Jefferson, and boy, he was uh, treated rather rudely, as they like to say. It's, uh, boy, somebody looked like a... Uh, I think number 66, I'll tell you what, uh, Isaac Souls, a junior, he's got to be the son of Coach Isaac Souls Sr., and I need to tell you, junior laid uh, quite a pop on the ball carrier that time, and uh, Jefferson uh, coughed it up. But uh, fortunately for J-Town, they were able to get it back. Play loses two. Brings up second and 12. Some on the 38-yard line. Ball logs up the line of scrimmage. Printer will uh, run out of the uh, shotgun. He will take the snap, rolling left, going to be hit and goes down. Big loss on the play. Fired in there that time. That was uh, number 28 once again. Boy, Mr. Bates, he's been very active uh, defensively as well as offensively. But Ben and Brendan Bates just came shooting in there unblocked and was able to nail Grincher all the way back inside the 35-yard line down at the 33. So that is a loss of six and brings up third and 17. Third down, 17 yards to go, J-Town. 3.15 in the third in need of something good to happen, trailing by 27 to nothing. Grincher again out of the gun on third and long. Takes the snap and will look to throw. Fires the football, and that is caught. And the reception out across the 40, the 45, and up to the 47-yard line. So good work there. It looks like it was Jefferson. Colin Jefferson, I believe. Let's see. He's got the football on the receiving end. Actually, it was Aldi who made the catch. Both Jefferson and Aldi were there, but uh, Colin Aldi was, uh, or Cash Aldi, was able to make the play. Uh, we're going to get a clipping call against J-Town. Boy, wouldn't you know it. They get a nice passing completion from Grinter to Aldi, his second reception in this ball game. But the play going to be called back on a clipping penalty against, uh, against J-Town and moves the football all the way back to the 20-yard line. We'll fall back to the 20. And we'll bring up now third and 30. Third down and 30 yards to go for J-Town. 2.05 in the third. Grincher to Aldi. They have hooked up a couple of times in this ball game. J-Town up the line of scrimmage now on third and 30. Grincher again out of the gun. Got a couple wide receivers off to the left. One off to the right, very late in positioning. Jefferson moving from left to right side. Now it gets everybody set. 
And we'll take the step, running left, stopping, throwing long. There's a man open, but it's incomplete. He had all be behind the defense on third and 30. Well, casual be snuck behind the defense if the pass was just overthrown and falls incomplete now and brings up fourth and 30. And I assume Jay uh, Town is going to say, we're just going to uh, punt the football and turn it over. Again, they don't actually punt it. But we'll walk it up the field now. And they should get it, uh, I believe, right at the 50-yard line, huh? 30 yards down the field. So right at the midfield strike is where the East End Warriors will start with the football. Another four for four, four possessions and four touchdowns on four long TD runs. Clock starts up 40 seconds ago. Get past uh, four o'clock. Second game, the Peeway Division contest between these uh, two teams is scheduled to begin at 4.30. Don't know if we're going to get a playoff or not. Uh, the East End Warriors are huddling. Both teams are just getting back down the field. Still about 10 seconds to go. And apparently they're going to be content to just uh, let the clock run out with 4, 3, 2, 1. And at the end of three quarters of play, it is 27 to nothing, 27 nothing with East End Warriors out in front of the J-Town Bulldogs in this Mighty Mike Division football game. And we'll be back with quarter number four coming up right after this message. Welcome back to Youth Football from the Louisville Youth Football League. And back we are, and as we come back, we see Mr. 25, Mr. Stevens, scoring again. One play, another touchdown. This one covers 50 yards. It has been the Maurice Stevens show as he scores again from 50 yards out. And they just have had uh, the J-Town defense has just had no answer for Stevens and uh, the running back core of uh, the East End Warriors here today. Not only the uh, runners did a great job, but uh, the people up front, uh, the blocking has just been outstanding. That time was just uh, a simple handoff right up the middle. Most of the uh, East End stuff has been on the outside with their great uh, great quickness, but that time they just gave the ball to Stevens right up the cut. He was never touched. He goes 50 yards to score, so it makes it now 33 to nothing. Playing with a moving clock now is uh, this uh, fourth quarter. Shouldn't take very long. A moving clock with a score up to 33 zip. It will be Dowden taking the snap, rolling right. Turns the corner and will score. Oh, got a nice block from Eden Edlin on the outside, enabling Dowden to score on the uh, conversion to make it now 34 to nothing with 6:45 and the clock moving. So again, uh, this uh, this isn't going to take very long here in the fourth and final quarter when you play with uh, the moving clock because it takes uh, so much time to get. Uh, just the team's on the field, get them set to go, and the clock is still moving, so six and a half to go. But how about touchdown runs of 38, 65, 67, and 50 for Maurice Stevens and a 57-yard touchdown run by uh, Mr. Terrence. That is uh, Damon Terrence. Bates has been involved. Uh, quarterback as well. That is Lane Dowd. This is just an off-the-good uh, East End uh, football team. As we got uh, that's the next game. Yeah, okay. 
Okay, that, that'll work. Yeah, sounds good. As we're trying to get uh, organized with our next football game as well. We got back to back games here. 5.50 to go. So, J Town, coming up the line of scrimmage again, we'll have the uh, winning coach and uh, the star of the game, uh, player wise, up on the uh, post game show. Louisville Youth Football League. Boy, they really, really got things going. Over 2,000 players and coaches, 14 organizations, each with three to four teams, over 50 total teams. Teams from Louisville Metro, Jefferson County, Oldham County, and Spencer County involved. Championship games uh, later this year will be played at Trinity High School. That is the home field of this East End Warrior team. But I got a feeling this uh, team may be playing in that championship game because I'll tell you what, they're awfully good. Oh, my, we got a little guy on the field now for Louisville. That is uh, Clay England. And Clay going to stay in. He may have come out of the ball game. I think he's all set now. So here we go. First down. Quarterback under center. That is Landon Simpkins. He takes the snap and will give it off and running right in a nice run. And a first down. Also, I think we're going to get a face mask tag down to the end of the play. Back down to the end of this play. As a run of 11 yards up to the 49-yard line. And Clincher on the run around the right side. So that'll be a first down and a five-yard penalty tack down. And now a timeout's going to be called by J-Town. So the football is just inside the East End Warrior 45-yard line. We do get the timeout called, so that will finally stop the clock with 4.23 to go in the ballgame. 34 to nothing. Uh, the East End Warriors on top. J-Town uh, looking for some consolation, looking to end this ball game on a good note with like a nice offensive uh, sequence here. With the football at uh, the 44 of the Warriors for the first down when play was stopped with 4.23 to go. Kiwi Division contest uh, coming up next. Eight and nine-year-olds from the uh, East End Warriors and the J-Town Bulldogs to square off. We'll hear from the winning coach at the start of the game, player-wise, and also we'll hear from J-Town president at D-Mucker between ball games here today before we get into our next ball game. It is scheduled for a 4.30 start. We should be in pretty good shape as we get set to cover that one as well. J-Town huddling back at uh, their 45-yard line. Really threatened only one time, I believe, on their uh, third possession. They did, did, uh, did a couple of first downs and had the football at about, uh, what, the 30-yard line or so by the East End Warriors, but that's the closest they've been able to come. And conversely, for the East End Warriors, they've had the football five times. They've had five touchdowns all on long runs. So from uh, the 44-yard line on first down. Quarterback Sipton's under center will keep the football and will run it and has a nice run, 30. He's at the 27-yard line before he's dropped in the play by uh, number 26 for the East End Warriors. Uh, making the play was uh, Damon Terrence. But a nice run had a simple quarterback sneak that time by uh, Sipton's, and now he's at another timeout going to be called. Timeout, officials timeout. 
And an injured ball player looks like across the way, stopping the clock with 4.05 to go in the ball game, 34 to nothing. The East End Warriors on top. Player down right about to the 30 yard line or so. This will be a J Town player. Nice run that time by uh, the quarterback. Got a simple quarterback sneak as Landon Simpton to take it for the first down to the 30 yard line. Then we are first to injury in this contest, and it is Grinter uh, who is uh, down down the play. And he's up and appears to be okay. They just got the wind knocked out of him. First down from the 30, 405 left ball game, 34 nothing. East send Warriors out on top. And looks like we're going to get ready to start that clock up again now. Cape Town's going to have to hurry now. He's trying to get everybody. Situated uh, in the huddle. Got some new ball players out of the field and uh, trying to get them some uh, playing time here today. Week number one of the Louisville Youth Football League. They'll play for the next uh, couple of months every Saturday. Of course, that depends on the weather. We were scheduled to play yesterday, postponed because of rain and uh, rescheduled for today. And I'll tell you what, the weather has held so far at Buckeye Wood. A little bit on the human side, but uh, other than that, not bad for mid-August. Huh? So from the 30, Sitkins under center takes the snap and will be hit and will have a ball taken away from him. <laughs> what a play for the East End Warriors. It was Brandon McCollum who came knifing in, got a hole full of the quarterback, and then ripped the football away from Loma and took it away. It'll be the East End Warriors with the football and a nice defensive play by McCollum. So with 2.55 to go in the ball game, the Warriors will thwart the threat of Jefferson down and get the football now at the 35-yard line with the first down. And when we resume play, clock continues to move with the running clock at a 34-0 ball game. East End Warriors in no hurry. Football is at the 35-yard line. Okay, their sixth possession in this ball game. They have scored on their previous five. Stevens will come out of the ball game, and coming in will be uh, Terrence. They just have a number of uh, real nice running backs uh, led by uh, Stevens. And going to get another new player in that ball game. So now we get timeouts going to be called by East End with 2.02 to go in the ball game. So timeout, the East End Warriors, 2.02 to play. They lead J-Town by a score of 34 to nothing in this uh, Mighty Mike Division U football game from Skyview Park here in Jefferson Town. And we'll be back with more of our coverage here on the Sports Bonds AM 1450 coming up right after this message. Welcome back to Youth Football from the Louisville Youth Football League. And here's a handoff around the left side, and we've got a player going a long way at the 20, at the 10, at the 5, and a touchdown. 
that will be for the East End Warriors. It looked like uh, Brandon McCollum, so he just made the play defensively. And now McCollum comes in and uh, runs for about the 65 yards for a touchdown. Oh, it has just been uh, a track meet here today for the East End Warriors. Uh, their running backs are just uh, running up and down the field. They've had touchdown runs of 38, 65, 67, 57, 50, and 65. Wow. 40 to nothing they lead. One minute to go in the ballgame. That may be the final play because after this extra point, by the time both teams get down the field, running bone with this running clock, they may not have time for another play. So from the three-yard line, calling signals. And it will be a handoff running right and up the middle in the end zone. Might have been on that run. It might have been Cameron Edwards who actually ran that one in. 14, I believe. And that time, running the football was Andrew Verbancic. So Verbancic just took it in to score. To make it now 41 to nothing. So 41 to nothing. That should do it as the clock winding down. Ten seconds ago, Ken will talk with our winning coach and our star of the game. But, oh, today it was all the East End Warriors. They win it today by a count of 41 to nothing. And they just uh, really unleashed uh, quite a lot of ground attack here today to go on and win this football game by that uh, 41 to nothing count. Uh, we got time. Hey, there it is. We got time to break. Check, check, check. <laughs> You talk to the kids first, or we we'll talk to Coach Souls and the star of the game here shortly, and going to shake hands first. I'll tell you what, uh, Douglas, why don't we break for 30 seconds? 30 second break. We'll be back talking to the winning coach and the star of the game, 41 to nothing. The East End Warriors winner of the J Town Bulldogs, and we'll be back with a post game show coming up right after this. Welcome back to Youth Football from the Louisville Youth Football League. <laughs> All right, Pappy R is uh, doing it, Ryan and the clan here today, uh, taking in uh, these uh, football games of the Louisville Youth Football League. Is our first game is complete here today, and uh, the Mighty Mike Division uh, going to have a quick meeting here before a coach and uh, start the game coming over our way, but. Uh, 41 to nothing, your final, and it uh, looks like uh, we're going to get our second ball game underway in about uh, three minutes or so, so they don't give you much time to go right from one to another. Let me get my paperwork uh, going here. Is uh, We got uh, the East End Peewee, and we have uh, the J-Town Peewee. Okay. We are set to go, it looks like, when we play here. We'll start our Peewee Division game in about uh, three minutes or so. 41 to nothing was the final count in our first game today. As the East End Warriors have come out on top over the Jefferson Town uh, Bulldogs. And game number two it will be uh, East End Warriors against the Jefferson Town in uh, the Peewee Division, uh, the eight and nine year olds.
had a 38-yard touchdown run by Maurice Stevens, a 65-yard touchdown run by Maurice Stevens. Both of those runs are coming in uh, the uh, first quarter play. Then Stevens went 65 in the second to make it uh, uh, 20 to nothing at the half. In the third quarter, Stevens again from 60, or I should say Terrence from 57. And uh, the fourth and final quarter, uh, touchdown runs from uh, Stevens along with uh, Cameron Edwards. Those are uh, touchdown scores in this uh, football game. So, again, uh, 41 to uh, nothing uh, the final count. And our season uh, underway. This uh, the uh, first, uh, first ball game of the uh, regular season. Hope to have uh, Coach uh, Sowell's on here with uh, the star of the game before we get our next game underway, but uh, that's going to have to take place in a hurry because uh, the captains are meeting at uh, the center of the field, as we can set uh, for the Peewee Division game, and uh, players a little bit bigger as uh, the five, six, and sevens just wrapped up. We get uh, the eight and nine-year-olds, and uh, here's when you start to see a slow breakaway as far as the sizes are concerned that the uh, some of the bigger kids, uh, some of those, uh, you see a bigger differential as far as the size and weights are concerned. And you do it at the younger age group, and everybody is, for the most part, about uh, the same size and what have you. Now, a little bit of a difference, as we're seeing on the field, as uh, the captain's at uh, the center of the field, as uh, we get a couple of couple of big kids out there talking things over with uh, the officials. Yeah, the officials, uh, Sean Grady with uh, Sean Grady Jr., Doug Brown, and Tim Weaver. Did a nice job. I thought uh, really good with the kids. Uh, They're quick to help them out, uh, get them set. Uh, The younger kids are needing some guidance possibly out on the field, and the officials are out there not only to call the ball game, but uh, to help the kids uh, out learning the rules of the football game and uh, and what have you. And this uh, this group does a real nice job. Only about 40 seconds away from starting our next football game. A bit of a cloud cover right now. The wind's picking up, which feels pretty good on this very humid Sunday afternoon. Looks like J-Town will be kicking off to the East End Warriors. So we'll see if uh, their Peeway Division team is effective offensively as uh, their Mighty Mike Division team was. Is uh, the East End Warriors with six possessions and six touchdowns and winning by that score of 41 to nothing. Shante Gibbs, Jr., the head coach of the East End Warriors. John Ganey, the head coach of the J-Town Bulldogs. So we're just about set to go with uh, the start of our second ball game here today in the uh, Peeway Division. The fall down? Oh, darn it. Our banner was set up down there at the end where, so people could see it coming in. It must have fallen down. Off. Okay. I appreciate it. <laughs> uh, uh, hmm. Thank you. I had it hanging up over there. But, uh, oh, okay. I appreciate it. <laughs> All right. We're set to go, and uh, they'll actually be kicking off here in the uh, Pee Wee Division game. So, of course, we didn't see any uh, place kicking in the uh, Mighty Bike Division game, but uh, here in the Pee Wee Division contest, we will uh, see special teams play. And J-Town will uh, be kicking off to uh, the East End Warriors. 
Football's heat up at the 35. And it looks like he, uh, J-Town get a place kick it with the ball on the ground. A squib kick that will be covered at the 40-yard line. So covering the football at the 40. That was uh, Dominic Verbancic. So Dominic Verbancic uh, recovers at the 40. So it'll be a first down from there. As our Peeway Division contest uh, underway. First and 10 for the East End Warriors. They have the football at the 40. Body Mike's Division contest goes to the East End Warriors. They're winning 41 to nothing. And our Peeway Division contest just underway. So East End is coming up the line of scrimmage now on first down. From the 40-yard line. And it will be a fumble on the snap. And let's see who got the football. It will be J-Town that recovers. So the quarterback never did get the center snap back. The ball was fumbled and recovered by J-Town. So they get a big turnover right off the bat. And the football at the 39-yard line of first down. Well, in our Mighty Mike's Division game, uh, J-Town had the ball first and fumbled. And the East End Warriors recovered and uh, scored right off the bat. Here, East End gets the football first. They fumble. And it will be uh, J-Town with the football now with the first down at the East End Warriors 39-yard line. And it will be a handoff up the middle. And, well, pretty good run, I'll tell you what. The fullback for about four yards to the 39, down to the 35-yard line. That is a strong run by Van Thrasher. So Van Thrasher runs for four. Second down, six yards to go. Football at the 35-yard line of the East End Warriors. Second and six for the Jefferson Town uh, Bulldogs. Huddle quickly, come up the line of scrimmage. No coach assistance uh, on the field, uh, as we saw in game number one. And it will be the quarterback rolling right, 35. He's at the 33-yard line and hit and brought down Max Ganey. So Max Ganey running for two to the 33-yard line. That's going to bring up now third down and three yards to go. So third and three for J-Town. Football spotted at the 33-yard line. Third and a long three. 6.45 of the first quarter. Ganey has his team huddled back at the uh, 35-yard line. They will break the huddle now and come up the line of scrimmage. Third and short. They're actually in four-down territory from the 33 of the East End Warriors, and it will be a running play off left tackle. And the ball knocked free, fumbled, and recovered by the East End Warriors, I believe. So the two teams trade turnovers, and the Warriors will get the football now. And coming up for the football for the East End Warriors looks to be Demetrius Dunlap. So Demetrius Dunlap has a fumble recovery. The ball is at uh, the 30-yard line, and it will be uh, first down. So 
So a first down from the uh, 30-yard line. The Warriors ran only one play the first time they had the football. That is Antoine Young at the quarterback position. Never got the center snap back the first time they had the football. He does here. Hands it off, circling the right side at the 30, at the 35, and up to 40 and 42-yard line. Running the ball with Dominic Verbancic. So Verbancic with uh, a run for the uh, first down. As uh, we get Coach Souls going to come in here now. And, uh, yeah, yeah, man, he's a big time, huh? The Cleveland Browns, they do it that way, I'm sure, huh? But uh, Coach Souls will join us, and uh, we'll talk with him as uh, we watch uh, the Peeway Division team. That was uh, a run of uh, about six or seven yards by Verbancic, and we'll bring up now second down and four yards to go. The football is at the 42-yard line. So second and four from the uh, 42 as Young under center sends a man in motion, will take the snap, and will give it off on a counterplay running left, and nothing doing there as the ball carrier knocked down back at the 40-yard line, playing the football with Sean Marshall, Jr., and was nailed back at the 40s. That's going to bring up now third and five. And Coach Sowell, first of all, congratulations. I thought your kids for game number one looked super good, huh? Yes, they did. That team played beyond my expectations. Oh, I didn't know what to expect. Uh, I'm very oh, proud of. Oh, very proud of. I just, I just, it, it didn't look like the first game of the year for your team. I just thought you looked like a well-oiled machine out there. Yes, we did. Uh, we played four scrimmages mm. uh, before our first game. Yes, yeah. we did. Iron out all the kinks and yeah. uh, so about the yeah, about the first game, one too many mistakes. Let's call this play out here on third and five. We'll see how uh, East End fares here, and it will be a quarterback scamper around the left side. Young gets a block, got the first down 40. 35, Young down the sidelines and ran out of bounds. First down for the East End Warriors with the football in J-Town territory inside the 40. A nice quarterback keep around the left side by Antoine Young. But, uh, Coach, uh, you've been doing that much better offensively. You had the ball six times. You scored six touchdowns. And most of those coming uh, to big play, obviously, is the key today. Oh, yes, it was. Uh, I, I coach the offense. Uh, that's my that's my passion <laughs> right there. So, yeah, I make sure that, uh, you know, offense is intact, make sure everybody's responsible for what they're doing. I got some smart kids, uh, but a little veteran, mm-hmm. you know, a lot of uh, seven, eight-year-olds, uh, very smart. And so the 40-yard line up the line of scrimmage is uh, Antoine Young will call signals. Young will take the snap and will pitch it high up in the air. And needing a block, breaking his tackle, 40-35. Down to the 30 and a first down, but a flag is down. That was Demetrius Dunlap on the carry, but we do have a flag drop back to the 38-yard line. And we're going to get, I believe, a call against the East End Warriors, and this will nullify a nice first down run by Demetrius Dunlap. Check out the call from the official, but there they are. Marching it back, so a penalty will go against uh, the East End Warriors. But, uh, Coach, you look at uh, your running backs. I mean, uh, uh, Stevens is obviously just terrific. I mean, to tell you, uh, did you expect him to be like that? Or? Actually, I didn't. Uh, him running the offense has been a little bit tough for him. But, uh, obviously, he came around today. <laughs> you know, as far as our preparation, I have a set amount of plays for each kid. Make sure they understand it. Make sure you know they're tuning to the game. But like I said, those kids are very smart. Oh, well, I tell you, they they get in the they get in the clear. You're not going to catch them. Uh, you know, Stevens and Bates and uh, I mean Terrence and uh, I mean the list just goes on and on. Just an awful lot of good running backs. Yes, I do. And then uh, offense is based on speed and uh, mm-hmm. being smart. So if you got those two things, you'll do well enough. Football back at the midfield stripe on the penalty at the 50 at the 45. Ball fumbled and the rolls out of bounds. It says Sean Marshall. Gained about six yards down the carry, lost the football, but it did roll out of bounds. So it's uh, 
They'll bring up now second down and 12 yards to go. Second and 12, 4-8 to go, first quarter. No score in the Pee Wee Division game between the East End Warriors and the J-Town Bulldogs in the Money Mike Division game. Uh, the East End Warriors winning to 41 to nothing. Uh, Coach Souls with us. Uh, where do you go from here now? What comes up next? I have a criminal. Oh, okay. We're preparing them for it, and uh, we got practice tomorrow. It'll be a little bit lighter practice since we played today, but, you know, they'll have fun today, and I told them tomorrow we'll focus on the seminar. Second and 12, here's an inside handoff, and uh, sliding down inside the 40 and taking the ball to about uh, the 38-yard line. A nice run there, and uh, that is by number 16, running the football was Austin Lathrop. When you look so good, game week number one, what do you do? Where do you go from here now, Coach? Keep them hungry. We've had good practices, and every day we break it down on championship, but we go game by game. Here's a run by the quarterback, and Young breaks free at the 30, at the 20, at the 15, and will be knocked out of bounds short of the goal line, but a nice run by Antoine Young is... Uh, uh, he's going to have a first down, down deep uh, for the uh, East End Warriors. Well, Coach, again, congratulations. Uh, terrific job. It was really fun watching the team play today. Thank you. I appreciate it. All right. Again, uh, Coach Souls, a 41 nothing is a team wins today in very impressive fashion. Just uh, what's super in all facets of the game, offense, defense, and uh, you name it. Uh, they had it here today, and uh, they win uh, going away. So the football is at uh, the 15-yard line. First and 10 for the East End Warriors, 335 of the first. This drive started back at the 30, been engineered by quarterback Antoine Young, who takes the snap and will hand it off, running left, and the ball carrier will be thrown down in the play. That is Shemite Gates. So Gates running for a tough yard or two. Bring up now second and nine. Football is at uh, the, now let's give him two on the carry, called second and eight. Football 13 yard line. Second down, eight yards to go. The East End Warriors at the J Town 13 yard line. We got no score, 310 to go in the opening quarter. Louisville Youth Football Action today on the Sports Buzz, AM 1450, WXBW, Jeffersonville, Indiana. Man in motion, second and eight, and it will be a pitch high in the air. Breaking a tackle, trying to get to the outside, but not able to do so. And the ball carrier was thrown down. Boy, you don't see a 52 run the ball too often, but uh, Stephen Mack uh, did right there. Wearing number 52, brought down for a loss in the play. And that's all the way back at about the 21-yard line. So that play uh, loses about eight. Van brings up now third and 16. So third and 16. The ball back at the 21-yard line for the East End Warriors with 2.20 to go in the opening quarter. Four down territory, but uh, you think they'd uh, have to have a pretty good game here on uh, third and long. To go after it's a uh, big time on fourth down is uh, Young. Under center, we'll hand it off and running right to the far sidelines at the 20, and the ball carry will be knocked down. That's uh, not much running room there as uh, Julian trying to take it around the right side. Good defense again by J-Town. Coming up uh, for the Bulldogs, that was Gavin uh, Suski. Suski had the defensive play, and that's going to bring up fourth and 14, and a timeout's going to be called down. So timeout of the field called by the East End Warriors. They are faced with fourth and 14 with the football at the 19-yard line. There was 1.48 to go in the first quarter. No score. We'll be back with more of our coverage of Pee Wee Division play today from Skyview Park coming up right after this.
Welcome back to Youth Football from the Louisville Youth Football League. Frank Bell back with you on this uh, Sunday afternoon and with a fourth and uh, about uh, 14 yards to go. The East End Warriors have taken the time out to talk over the play selection and uh, let's see what uh, Coach Gibbs has uh, decided to do here on fourth and long. With the football deep in J-Town territory as Young under center takes the snap and will roll left going to run. He's at the 15 looking for a block. They string the play out and he goes down. Oh, nice defensive play. Coming up for uh, with number three, that is B.J. Sperling coming up uh, for the uh, J-Town Bulldogs. Uh, shoestring tackle on the uh, speedy quarterback, Antoine Young, as he brings him down for a loss. And uh, J-Town will take over on downs now as uh, the Bulldogs will get the football offensively with a first down. And the ball will be spotted at the 21-yard line. So that play loses three. Nice play by Sperling. Really, the defense, though, did a great job of wide side of the field, stringing the play out and not letting Young turn the corner unless it is. Uh, they really had players in all lanes, but well-disciplined defensively and uh, firmly able to make the play. So from the 21-yard line, first down. And it will be Ganey. Running left, got an opening right at the middle of the field. He's got a nice gain. If Ganey will bring it up close to a first down as he runs the football to about the 30-yard line. Good work there by quarterback Max Ganey. Rolling left and then cutting back against the grain and running it right up the gut for nine. Bring up second down and one yard to go. Well, they're going to measure it. May have added up to the first down. Very close, so they'll bring the chains out. Stops the clock momentarily with 1.10 to go first quarter. No score between the East End Warriors and the J-Town Bulldogs. Bring the sticks out. Football right about the 30-yard line, 30-and-a-half-yard line. Stretch it out, and it's about a foot short. So they'll bring up second and short for the Bulldogs. The football just short of the 31-yard line. Again, play did open up yesterday in the uh, Mighty Might Division. The Louisville Patriots beat the Oldham County Tigers 27-2, and the Spencer County Stallions beat the Christian Academy Louisville 14-9. In the Peewee Division, Louisville Patriots 14, Oldham County Tigers 6, Christian Academy 35, and the Spencer County Stallions 6. And on second, first, there's a run right at the middle, first down, and bolting across uh, the 35 up to the 38-yard line. Nice run by the fullback. So the run right up the gut. That was by uh, Jackson Stewart. So Stewart with a first down run up the middle. And the football spotted at the 37-yard line. 45 seconds to go in the first. And it will be another... Uh, no, he faked the uh, inside handoff, and now Ganey's going to be uh, thrown down for a loss of the play. So Ganey faked the inside run this time, rolled to the left, and got knocked down for a loss of a pair, which will bring up now second down and about uh, 12 yards to go. Well, actually, third and about the 12. Third and 12. May get one final playoff. Let's see, football at the 35-yard line. 
the junior division, uh, the Louisville Patriots beat the Oldham County Tigers 40 to nothing. Christian Academy beat the Spencer County Stallions 34 to nothing. Some of the results from the few games that uh, they were able to get in yesterday, and that's going to be it for one quarter play. So after one, the East End Warriors nothing, the J-Town Bulldogs nothing in the Pee Wee Division. We'll be back from Sky G Park with more youth football here this afternoon coming up right after this. Welcome back to Youth Football from the Louisville Youth Football League. The eight and nine-year-olds are being featured here in game number two. And right now, little to choose from between the two schools. The two teams have got a scoreless ball game right now. And put up eight minutes down the clock now as we get set to start at quarter number two. We'll be second down. I thought it was second down. Second and uh, 13. I guess third down up there, but uh, second and 13. The football spotted at the 35-yard line. The J-Town Bulldogs in their own territory with possession. Quarterback Max Ganey. Up to the sideline now and uh, gets the play from the sideline. Brings his ball club up. He's got uh, a naked backfield. There is nobody lined up behind him. Interesting formation. And now Ganey running with the football. And will go down for a loss on the play of about five yards. Trying to take it around the right side. See exactly to put him down. Knee touched actually back or upfield about uh, the 34-yard line. So he actually loses only about one. But brings up now third and 13. Third, about 13 with a football at the, the about the 39-yard line. From the 39 on third and 13, J-Town in need of a big play to keep this drive alive. Ganey calling signals, takes a snap, and here's a fake. He rolls left side and will be snowed under and brought down for a big loss of the play as he was... Uh, Swarmed under the play made by Kasani Wilson. So Kasani Wilson was the first there, the defensive end for the East End, East Side Warriors to uh, East End Warriors to make the play and bring Ganey down back in the 34. So brings up now fourth and about 18. And are they going to punter go for it? Looks like they well, they go for it here on fourth and long. Football is inside the 35 yard line. And now Ganey will punt, not able to rush the punter, so he is just standing back there, don't even have to hike it back to him, gets his kick away, and it will be taken on the run and hit and going down right about the 45-yard line. So the punt was caught in the air. By Austin Lathrop, and Lathrop was uh, brought down. But uh, the East End Warriors in great field position. They have the ball at the 44-yard line of the uh, J-Town Bulldogs. So they start for the first time in J-Town territory with a ball at the 44. 6.25 in the first half. No score between these two teams. The Warriors had a nice drive uh, last, uh, last possession, but it stalled deep in J-Town territory. And on first down, here's Young. Pitch sweep around the left side at the 45 and at the 43-yard line. 
running with the football is uh, Shemai Gates. And Gates runs for a couple. Ball spotted at the uh, 42-yard line. It'll bring up second down at eight yards to go. Second and eight for the Warriors. The football to go long, 42-yard line. Under six to go now in the first half. And this game, like uh, the first game, was scheduled for yesterday. But uh, the weather didn't cooperate, so the games were postponed and rescheduled for today. And uh, there were some moments earlier on. It was a bit on the iffy side. Here's a handoff and a power sweep around the right side. And breaking a tackle and running with the football in about the 40-yard line. Well, that is a good, strong run by Dominique Perbanchet. And he just straightened up a defensive player that made a great contact with him. And uh, he sent him backward. And Perbanchet brings the ball to the 40. And that will bring up now third and about uh, four yards to go. So third and four for the Warriors with the football at the 40. Five minutes and ten seconds to go in the first half. First ball game today in the Mighty Mike Division. The East End Warriors beat the J-Town Bulldogs at 41 to nothing. Six touchdowns, runs covering at least 38 yards and out for the East End Warriors team. And now they get some movement up front, and I believe that J-Town may have gone offside defensively. They did. So a five-yard defensive offside penalty. And with the football very close to a first down. As the ball about a yard short, spotted at the 35-yard line. So third and one from the 35 for the Warriors. They play their home games at the Trinity High School. And the Warriors up the line of scrimmage now from by the 35 on third and short. Quarterback Antoine Young will give it off and running with the football and popping it to the outside. He got the first down. So run by Demetrius Dunlap. So Dunlap for the first down run takes it down to the 32-yard line. So first and 10 for the Warriors. The football is called for 31. First and 10 from the uh, J-Town Bulldogs 31-yard line with four and a half to go now in the first half. Not as many rules uh, in this uh, division as uh, the five, six, and seven-year-old division. This is uh, basically regular football, and here's a fake and a sweep around the left side by the quarterback. But uh, tell you what, the young didn't fool too many people, including uh, for the uh, J-Town Bulldogs. That was uh, number twenty, Solomon Johnson, number twenty-one, who made uh, the play. Johnson on the defensive play. Limits Young to a gain of only about a yard. We got second and nine. Timeout's going to be called. 409 to play, first half. No score between the East End Warriors and the J Town Bulldogs. And we have a break in the action. So, right now, let's pause for this 30 second timeout. Welcome back to Youth Football from the Louisville Youth Football League. That's been a defensive ball game so far here in game number two. No score with 4.09 to go in the first half. But, uh, the East End Warriors for a second straight possession threatening. They do have the football at the 29-yard line of the J-Town Bulldogs. They're faced with a second and a long eight. 
Second down, a long eight yards to go from the 29-yard line with four minutes and nine seconds to play into the first half. And the quarterback uh, going to come out now. I'm uh, not sure if Young is uh, shaken up or what, but uh, taking him out. So in at the quarterback now, that'll be Austin Lathrop. The Lathrop in the ball game. The quarterback will take the snap and give it off in a nice hole open up on the left side and still out of speed and a nice run down the field. And that's going to be good enough for a first down. That was uh, run on the play by Sean Marshall, Jr. So the run. First down run. The football is uh, inside the 20-yard line now. And here's a handoff running right, breaking tackles, and running with the football to 10. Down to about the 9, maybe the 8-yard line. That is Dominic Verbranchig. He is a big running back. He is tough to bring down. Urbanic with a nice run. Let's see, we got an official timeout. There is a penalty marker, though, dropped in the play. We're going to get a hold against the East End Warriors. So a costly holding penalty. It uh, would have been first and goal with the football down inside the 10. But instead, a holding call will go against the Warriors. And this will move the football back to a 20-yard line. Football is at the 20. Three and a half to go. First and still no score. The Warriors with first and 20. As the hold took place down the field. And it will be Lathrop handing the football up the middle. And boy, that much ready room as Marshall is knocked out after a gain of one. Boy, good defense. And it's coming up uh, number 52. That was Robbie Lewis. So Lewis had the defensive play. Marshall with a hard run off left guard, but boy, I'll tell you what, Lewis uh, hung right in there and was able to stop him after a gain of only one football to the 19-yard line. Second and 19, 245 in the first half. This drive started at uh, the J-Town 44. Costly holding penalty has pushed the Warriors back. Here's a handoff up the middle. Defender falls down at the 15, at the 10, at the 5, and ridden out of bounds. Bersancic will run the football, and he is uh, driven out. And he lost the ball down at the goal line, and it will be the Bulldogs of the football. So great work there by J-Town, not only stopping Bersancic short of the goal line, but stripping the ball loose and... I believe the Bulldogs have recovered down inside the five-yard line. Ethan Jones was able to make that fumble recovery. So once again, J-Town will keep uh, the East End Warriors out of the end zone. Costly turnover there inside the five. Let's call about the three-yard line. So first and ten for J-Town from its own three. 227 to go in the first half. We're still scoreless. Looks like Verbanek was uh, headed for a touchdown, but the Jones making a big defensive play. And now what do we have? Another water break here. Timeout. It is mighty warm out here. So timeout's going to be called. 227 to go in the first half. Nothing, nothing. First game today, 41 to nothing with uh, the East End Warriors uh, winning this one. And in the Louisville Youth Football League, we have uh, the Mighty Might Division, ages uh, 5, 6, and 7. 
Peewee Division, which we're seeing right now, ages 8 and 9. Junior Division, ages 10 and 11. And the Senior Division, ages 12 and 13. We have 2.27 to go in the first half. No score. Two straight possessions as the Warriors have driven the ball down deep. But they have nothing to show for it so far. Play resumes now. Gainey under center from inside the three-yard line, and we have some uh, movement up front. Penalties, flags flying. Check out the call. Procedure against the offense, so that'll be half the distance to the goal line. So only a penalty of about a yard and a half. It moves it from the three down to about uh, the yard and a half line. J-Town going to have to be very careful here. Don't want to give up a safety late in the first half of a scoreless ball game. Ganey, now we got flags flying again. And let's see what this one's all about. Procedure, motion again against the offense. So that's going to move the ball even closer to the goal line. Down inside the one. Can't get much closer to the football inside the one-yard line. It'll be first at about 13. Back-to-back offside penalties on the offense. Now they get the playoff. Ganey in the end zone. Going to be hit and brought down for a safety. Well, you could almost see that coming. As Ethan loaded up the line of scrimmage, they came in with everybody and uh, just came firing in. Ganey had no chance whatsoever. Took the snap, started to roll right, and about two steps later was dropped in the end zone by a host of defenders. So the safety has given uh, the Warriors the lead now at two to nothing. Two minutes and 20 seconds to go in the first half. Also, they will be getting the football now on the uh, free kick. Exactly what we're going to do here. They will be kicking off from uh, the 20-yard line, I believe. So the kickoff upcoming here. Looks like Robbie Lewis uh, has the football. Uh, doesn't tee it up. Uh, puts it down right out of the ground and will kick it off from the ground. And his kick, a uh, swift kick down the field, recovered. It went uh, 10 yards and recovered right there at the 30-yard line. Good work there, pouncing down the football for the uh, Warriors. That was Austin Lathrop. A great field position. The ball spotted at the 30. First down, Warriors, 218 to go, first half. Two to nothing, uh, safety by the uh, East End Warriors uh, defense. Looks like we're set to go now. 2.18 to go first half as uh, the Warriors will break the huddle down, come up the line of scrimmage. Good to see Antoine Young back in the ball game without only about a play or two. Young in the contest, quarterback calling signals. 
Takes the snap and will pitch it. Running right and 30-yard line and driven down at about the 28-yard line. That was uh, Burbanic once again. For Dominic Burbanic. Runs the football to the 27, picked up three. Clock moving under two minutes to go, first half. Two to nothing. You send Warriors on top. Looking for more with the football, second and seven from the 27-yard line. Young gets the play from the sidelines. Runs into the huddle now. Let's get this play off with only about a minute and a half to go in the first half. Going to put one, two, three, four receivers off to the left side. Uh, let's see what uh, the East End Warriors have in mind here. Young sets his ball club, takes the snap, throws quickly left side, pass caught, running with the football and really played defense well, but he breaks the tackle and running the ball down to the 10, still going to the 5, and he is into the end zone. Up he stepped out of bounds, though. Nice run there by Marshall, Sean Marshall. Took the quick uh, hitch pass in the left side. Funneled three lead blockers uh, left side. Really, J-Town defense did well, but unfortunately for them, they just didn't bring a marshal down. He broke a couple of tackles and runs the football out of bounds at the eight-yard line. The first and goal to go now for the East End Warriors. The football is at, uh, well, actually closer to the seven. The first and goal for the seven. One ten to go, first half. Looking to score the first touchdown this ball game. They have a safety, the defense does. Young from the seven. Takes the snap and will give it off. Herbanic going to pop it to the outside and will be hit and will break a tackle. Take it down the near sidelines and he is inside the five. See exactly where they put him out of bounds. It looks to be about the one-yard line. Bring up second and goal from the one. And a timeout's going to be called by the Warriors with 56.2 seconds to go. Well, most of the action taking place late in the second quarter. The East End Warriors are getting the safety. And then on the uh, following the free kick, they take over at uh, the 30-yard line of J-Town. And they've been able to take it down to the one-yard line. They have a second and goal to go. Oh, I'll get a little publicity here today. And uh, yeah, appreciate that. Second and goal to go is the J-Town president, T. Mucker, on the uh, PA system. Second and goal from uh, the one-yard line. We have 56.2 seconds to go in the first half. Two to nothing. He said Warriors on top. More Louisville youth football action uh, coming up next Saturday. And the following Friday, first high school football game of the uh, season. New Albany at Providence. And here's a quarterback sneak. Young up the middle, wedges it into the end zone for a touchdown. So Antoine Young is able to take it in and score. Young will score from uh, one yard out. Caps off a 30-yard touchdown drive and making now 8 to nothing. 53.7 seconds to go in the first half. About around 5 o'clock here. Listening to WXCW, Jeffersonville, Indiana, AM 1450, the sports buzz. 
mentioned high school football a week from next Friday with New Albany and Providence. College football, of course, with IU opening up later this month. From the three-yard line, Young will give it off up the middle, and he got in. So the conversion is successful. A running player right up the middle. And taking the ball across the goal line to be, what, 25, I believe, is that Demetrius Dunlap who scores or yeah, with the football. Might have been Marshall. Marshall was very, very valuable man on that possession. Uh, really, the big play was uh, that quick uh, hitch pass he took out of the left side and uh, ran it down to deep. And eventually they score on the quarterback run by Young, and Marshall scores on the extra point, makes it now 9 to nothing. So a two-possession football game, 53.7 seconds to play in the first half. Skyview Park here in Jefferson Town, where we are playing today. Got a lot going on over here, not only this football game, but boy, there's plenty of baseball games uh, nearby as well. A beautiful facility over here. They used some of the parks. They also used some of the uh, high school football facilities, the Trinity, Fern Creek, Spencer County, Olden County, all part of this uh, youth football league. And with 53.7 to go here in the first half, kickoff will be upcoming. The football up at uh, the 40-yard line. Check it from the 35. And a lot of confusion along the sidelines. Looks like we're finally set to go now. So the key is out. Ball is teed up. David Terrence will uh, kick it away. He approaches, and a pretty good boot, and it will be Ganey to pick it up back at the 30. Ganey looking for a running room, and it's dropped right there. Good kick coverage uh, coming down the field first and uh, making the play with uh, Kendrick Watson. So Watson able to make the play as Ganey was dropped at the 30-yard line. So with 50 seconds to go in the first half, down with the football. They have not been able to muster much offensively here so far in this ball game. That East End Warrior defense has been mighty, mighty tough. First and 10 from the 30. Break the huddle down and come up the line of scrimmage. Nine to nothing. The East End Warriors on top. 50 seconds to go, first half. And here's a running play to 40, 45, running with the football and bringing it out to about the 50 yard line. So that's a run of nearly 20 yards on the play. That run was by Van Thrasher. Thrasher with a first down run just off the 48 yard line. A gain of 18 for Thrasher. They stop the clock as they move the chains forward. And now we're going to get a timeout called by J Town. With 43.6 seconds to go in the first half, Chase down. Probably they were content to just run out the clock, but they got an 18 yard run right at the middle by Franchu on first down. It may have changed their thinking just a bit now as uh, Coach Gainey calls for the timeout. And uh, 
talking things over. Now we lose offensive units. Have a relatively good field position at their own 48-yard line. Still 43.6 seconds to work with at the end of the first half. They trail by a score of 9 to nothing. That inside the fullback handoff is uh, probably in the most successful play so far as uh, the East End Warriors are just so quick on the outside that uh, J-Town's been able to hurt him with that uh, quick hitter right up the middle. Back to the action we go down for the 48-yard line on first down. Max Ganey, under center, foot backfield behind him, takes the snap, and Ganey uh, is going to run the quarterback sneak, and, boy, he was dropped in his tracks. Good uh, defense right up the middle. Coming was Joshua Johnson. Josh Johnson for the Warriors making the play. No gain. Second and 10, 48-yard line, 20 seconds to go, first half, 80. Split backfield, taking the snap. There's that inside handoff again. This time they got the fullback right at the 50. Gain of only about two by Flasher, so that's going to bring up now third down and a quick timeout's going to be called with nine seconds to go. Flasher brought down at the 50. Timeout called. One, possibly two plays left of the first half. 9-0, the Warriors on top. All spotted right at the 50. First game today in the Peewee division, the 41 to nothing. Uh, the East End Warriors over the J-Town Bulldogs. And here in game number two in the Peewee division, uh, the East End Warriors lead by a score of 9 to nothing. Jefferson Town does have the football at the 15, 9.4 seconds to go in the first half. They're faced with third and eight. A safety by the defense, and following the free kick, they start from the 30. They drive 30 to score. Got the one-yard touchdown run by Antoine Young, and the conversion was uh, good as well. Marshall running that in. So that is our nine points so far in this football game. Both ball clubs coming up to the line of scrimmage. Gainey, naked backfield, takes the snap, rolling right, has five, has 70 yards, picks up the first down, cuts it down inside the 40-yard line, inside the 45, down to the 43-yard line, and that's going to do it for the first half of play. So Gainey made a nice run, about eight yards for the first half, and he just ran out of clock to end the first half of play. And a nine to nothing ball game. So nine to nothing. All the points are coming in the second quarter with the East End Warriors uh, on top. And we'll have a five minute halftime, and we'll be back with uh, half number two then coming up shortly. But uh, right now, let's uh, pause for uh, uh, let's uh, pause for a couple minutes here, if we could. We'll catch our breath and then recap on the first half of play, and then we'll be back with half number two here in the Keyway Division contest on the Sports Buzz AM fourteen fifty nine to nothing. The East End Warriors lead the J-Town Bulldogs, and our coverage continues after this two-minute timeout. Welcome back to Youth Football from the Louisville Youth Football League. 
Hey, back we are here at the Skyview Park in Jefferson uh, Jefferson Town. I'll tell you what, Zach, got a nice crowd to look around here. And uh, Leitrim's filled uh, each side, and uh, a lot of people standing around the fence area. A nice crowd. Uh, hospitality has been uh, terrific today. I really enjoyed myself over here. Not uh, not sure what to expect today, but it's been a lot of fun so far. We still have uh, one more half of football, less than two minutes to go, before we get our second half of play underway here in the Kiwi Division game. And, uh, boy, it was nice here. We had the cloud cover for about the last half hour, but all of a sudden the sun has come out once again. And, well, I'll tell you what, when that sun comes out, it's just beating down on us, uh, not much moving, and it has been very humid. But uh, the good news, we have held off the rain, unlike yesterday when the rainy conditions forced the postponement of the games. We pushed them back to this afternoon and uh, played the first game at uh, 3 o'clock in game number two, which is uh, underway here. Started that one at 4.30. And we reached a halftime and uh, just about set to the second half of play. And this one uh, was scoreless uh, through about a quarter and a half of football. But uh, uh, midway through uh, the uh, second quarter, the uh, East End Warriors uh, pinned uh, the J-Town Bulldogs uh, deep in their own territory. And uh, from the one-yard line, uh, quarterback uh, Max Gaty took the snap and was completely snowed under in his own end zone. The safety gave the Warriors a 2 nothing lead but also it forced uh, the J-Town Bulldogs to free kick from their 20-yard line. And they got their uh, kick uh, only 10 yards down the field. And uh, East End took over at uh, the J-Town 30-yard line, and they marched it down the field and scored. Got the one-yard touchdown run uh, from quarterback Antoine Young, the extra point run by uh, Sean Marshall. And that's where we are right now with a 9 to nothing ball game at uh, the half. Clock is uh, run out. Uh, not sure if we're going to give the teams uh, maybe a little extra time. Had a lot of stoppages of play, a lot of water breaks, uh, getting the kids uh, hydrated under these uh, very warm uh, playing conditions. Two ball games hadn't been played yesterday. Were earlier in the day. Uh, the first game, uh, the Mike uh, Mike Division game, was scheduled for 10 yesterday morning. This game was scheduled for 11:30. But here on this Sunday, they uh, had a three for the first game and then 4.30 for game number two. In the first game, if you missed it earlier today, the uh, Mighty Mike's Division Contest going to the East End Warriors by the tune of 41 to nothing. They had uh, six possessions. They scored six touchdowns on runs of over 38 yards out. Four by Maurice Stevens, their outstanding running back as they win going away. Here in game number two, a little bit closer, but again, it's still the East End Warriors on top. As they lead this thing by a score of nine to nothing, as both teams are on the field, and we are just about set to go with uh, half number two. Our train tracks behind us. Our first train. We, we heard a couple uh, as we're getting set up here. I thought, oh my, we're going to have trains throughout the course of the game. But to really, since the games that started earlier today, just I believe it's just uh, the first one that's come through. Well, the Warriors will kick off. David Karen says uh, the ball teed up at the uh, 40-yard line. Karen's will kick off. J-Town will get the football to start the second half of play. Trying to get something going. They've had moments of uh, flashes with uh, some good stuff happening. Just have not been able to sustain much. 
had a hard time uh, keeping uh, the Warriors out of their offensive backfield. Oh, thank you. Appreciate that. Huh? So uh, here's the kick away. Squibber down the field. Ball rolling free. And some danger there, but it was recovered by J-Town. Ball was rolling free. But good work there. As pouncing on the football was Solomon Johnson. So Solomon Johnson coming up with the ball. That is a live football if it goes 10 yards. And uh, well, I'll tell you what, there was some anxious moments there before Johnson finally did come over and uh, come up with that football at the 40. So from the 40-yard line, J-Town with the football. We're just in the way. Again, we play eight and a quarters. Just in the way, half number two. Ganey will give it off. That quick hitter up the middle, and there's Frasher for five. That's been their best play, that quick hitter up the middle to the fullback, and Frasher runs it to five to the 45-yard line. That's going to bring up second and five. Van Frasher, second down, five yards to go. J-Town, football to Bulldog, 45-yard line. Ganey, split backfield behind him. Taking the snap and will keep it himself, looking for running room. And Butters is simply not there. They swarm the quarterback and throw him down for a loss in the play. So, Ganey goes down. That play loses about four. Brings up third and nine. Third and nine with a football at the 41-yard line. Too many negative plays today for J-Town. Get a nice play going, but then, uh, then after the a good play, here comes a, a play that loses yardage. It had several uh, negative plays, and now we get an official timeout, and a timeout's going to be called by J-Town. We have 6.52 to go in the third. J-Town faced with a third and nine from its own 41-yard line. Coach John Ganey realizing how important this uh, first possession is. On third and long, wanted to get everybody on the same page, call the timeout to talk things over, give the team uh, the best chance possible to make this first down. They want to have to give it up after a three downs, a three and out situation, and give it right back to the East End Warriors. They have moved the football pretty well, but uh, they've been their worst enemy. Is, uh, a penalty cost them one deep uh, penetration, a fumble down deep cost them another. They finally got to the safety from the defense and took over in great field position following the free kick and were able to punch it in and lead it by that 9 to nothing score. Kiwi Division, 8- and 9-year-olds. Earlier today, we saw the Mighty Mike Division, mainly 6- and 7-year-olds. Maybe a few five thrown in there. They'll have uh, the Junior and Senior Divisions. Plan to get around and cover uh, youth football around this area. And the Louisville Youth Football League, uh, the largest youth football league in the state of Kentucky, over 50 teams, over 2,000 participants. So on third and long, Katie needs some help from his offensive line. Let's see if they can keep East End out of that backfield. He'll take the snap and will roll to the left and will be hit and goes down. Again, the penetration, and Ganey goes down. Nothing doing there. Right at the line of scrimmage, may have lost about a foot. So fourth and about nine and a half yards to go. And we're going to get a punt coming up. Again, Ganey will punt. 
Defense not able to rise the putter. Katie Will. It is kick away. A high wobbler down the field. Taken and falling down across the 45 up to the 47-yard line. A diving catch was made on the play by Marshall. So Marshall gets his team the football at the 47-yard line. First down. 6-10 to go in the third. Well, you would think one more touchdown by the East End Warriors would make it awfully tough on J-Town. So that's uh, the importance of J-Town uh, keeping East End out of the end zone. So on first and 10 for the 47-yard line. Up to the line of scrimmage now come the Warriors. Quarterback Antoine Young. Young with one lone setback behind him, and that setback going to get the football to 50 at the 45-40. He's gone. 35-30, Marshall to 20 at the Kansas High touchdown. Boy, that was a well-executed play. It was blocked extremely well. The play goes for 53 yards, so Marshall scores from 53 yards out. He's really probably been the standout offensively in this ball game uh, for the uh, – Warriors is Sean Marshall Jr. And he took that one right up the middle before I credited his offensive line because nobody laid a hand on him. He was able to score 53 yards and out touchdown makes it now 15 to nothing. Extra point upcoming with 5.59 to go in the third. From the three yard line, extra point try. Young sets his ball club, taking the snap and will. Fake, rolling left, hit, and goes down. Boy, nice defensive play there. Oh, that was a heck of a play. Johnson about making the play. And so they keep him out of uh, the end zone. So Johnson coming up to make the play for the uh, defense. That makes it now 15 nothing. 5.59 to play third quarter. A break in the action. Let's pause again for this message. Welcome back to Youth Football from the Louisville Youth Football League. Greg Bell back with you with 5.59 to go in the third. Okay, where'd all my sheets go? Here we go. That was Solomon Johnson who made that uh, defensive play on the extra point try, and it was, uh, it was a good one. Nice play in the open field, able to bring Young down, preventing them from going up 16 and nothing, but uh, 15-0. Here's the kickoff. It's short. It's on the ground, and it is. Let's see. There's a fight for the football. I believe J-Town got it, and they did. So good work there. Coming up with the ball was Dan Thrasher. So Thrasher recovers. At the 47-yard line, kickoff went only about 13 yards, and there was a scramble for that loose ball. But uh, they did come up with it at uh, the 47-yard line. 5.58 to play in the third, 15 to nothing. The East End Warriors out in front of the J-Town Bulldogs, who really have not threatened uh, this entire football game offensively. 
from the 47. Max Ganey, under center, at the quarterback spot the entire way. They'll give it off, a running play off the left side, and Boyers a loss in the play. Again, the penetration, another loss. is uh, the ball back to the 45, and now a late flag can fly in. So, Antoine Wardlow making another carry. Got a late flag, and now an injured ball player down. So we'll have to sort everything out. Like the player for J-Town is down. It's to be Marquise Powell. That's good to see he's helped to his feet, though, and he's walking off. Uh, the penalty is against the Warriors. And this is going to be a major one. So a big 15-yard walk-off to go against the Warriors. A little bit down to the 40-yard line. First down for J-Town at the East End Warriors, the 40-yard line, 549 in the third. J-Town trailing 15 to nothing. Ganey taking the snap at the ball club, but not set on the right side, and going to get penalized five yards on that, so some Movement player not completely set on the J-Town side of things. The five-yard walk-off will move the ball back to the 45-yard line and bring up first and 15. First and 15 for the Bulldogs. They trail 15 to nothing, 547 in the third. Here's Ganey running left and will be hit and goes down after, let's see, a positive game, maybe it's about a yard. That's going to move it to the 44-yard line. Yards are tough to come by offensively for J-Town. Bring up now second and 14. Block moving with 5.20 to go. A safety. A one-yard run by Antoine Young and a 53-yard run by Sean Marshall, Jr. Scoring so far in this football game. Second down and 14 yards to go. Andy taking the snap and will give it off, and the ball is knocked free, and ball carrier drops. So J-Town going to get it back, but again, another negative play. There's no uh, room whatsoever. It's uh, to try to give it off to, I believe, Johnson running right, but uh, the defense is in the backfield. It's just about the time the handoff is going from the quarterback to the running back. Penetration of the defense for the Warriors has really been the difference in this ball game. So on third and 18, Here's Ganey. He has swarmed under and brought down for another loss in the play. The negative plays just continue to mount against the, the offense of J-Town. Moves the football back to the 40, or right about the midfield stripes, so from the 50-yard line, fourth and 20. Got up to a good start. The 15-yard penalty against uh, the Warriors. Move the football down in a pretty good field position, but... Uh, Three negative plays in a row, and now a punt away, very high, very short. Hits and will be down. Only about a seven-yard punt, all down at the 43-yard line. So 
throw from the 43. It'll be first down for the East End Warriors with 3.55 to play the third quarter. Kiwi Division East End Warrior team winning earlier today 41 to nothing. I should say the uh, Mighty Mites Division uh, Warrior team winning earlier today 41 nothing. This is the Kiwi game, and it's 15 nothing. East End on top here as well. From the 43 yard line for the first down. Young under center, calling signal, taking the snap, turns, gives it off, running around the right side and breaking some tackles. That's that big running back once again. Boy, that guy's a hoss at Verbanic as he runs it for about five yards. Tough to bring down on arm tackles. You've got to square yourself up and get him with your shoulder pad as Verbanic uh, will run. Uh, well, let's give him. Uh, about eight or nine on the carry. They just simply couldn't bring it down. Lost the 50 at the 48-yard line. Second down and just a couple yards to go now for the Warriors. 3.20 to go in the third. Coming up the line of scrimmage now on second and short. Defending the Pee Wee Division champs in the Louisville Youth Football League. And here's a handoff and a sweep around the left side. Marshall, 45-40, breaks the tackle, 35-30, 25-20. There he goes again, 15-10-5. And Marshall will make it uh, into the end zone for a touchdown. And he scores from 48 yards out. You have a flag on the play, though. Let's see if this one's going to stand or not. Boy, not anywhere close to uh, the play. But away from the play, we may have had a foul against uh, the Warriors. Push in the back. Well, that's, uh, you hate those when it doesn't really come into play because Marshall was down the near sidelines and there wasn't anybody around him. And all the way up the field across the way, a push in the back, and uh, that will negate uh, the 48-yard touchdown run by Marshall. Put the football at uh, the... Yeah, let's see exactly where it is. That's the 29-yard line. First and 10 for the 29. Young under center. He'll take the snap and will give it off up the middle. Thank you. And a short gain of about a yard or two. So, a gain of only a couple. It was Latrip who was on the carry that time. So, second down. Yeah, about nine yards to go. Football is actually about to the 35. So, 34-yard line is where the football is. Two minutes to go, third quarter. Fifteen to nothing. East End Warriors in the lead. Looking for more now. The ball inside of the 35. Here's Young got a quarterback keeper. 35-30. Young hit and tripped off. Boy, nice defensive play. That's Ed Johnson once again. Solomon Johnson. He's got great technique defensively. He gets very low and likes to get to the ankles of the carrier. And that time he tripped up the quarterback as it looked like he was breaking in the clear. Still got about five or six inside the 30 down the 28-yard line. 
So third down and uh, four yards to go. Minute 15 to play third quarter. Four down territory. The Warriors up the line of scrimmage. Young. Offset eye in the backfield. Takes the snap and will pitch it. And the ball carrier falls down. Uh, that was at big number 52 once again. He lost his balance and uh, falls down uh, for the Warriors. That was a Stephen Mack. Mack makes his second carry in the contest. So that play will lose about three. And push the football back to the 31-yard line and bring up fourth and nine. 35 seconds to play third quarter. So fourth down, nine yards to go. The East End Warriors with the football at the 32-yard line. Young and was able to draw the defense offside. He changes that cadence a la Peyton Manning. He's got that uh, cadence. It's a hard count, and uh, it's the second or third time that he's been able to draw the defense offside. The football at the 27, 28-yard line brings up fourth and four. Don't have to get the playoff now to end the third quarter. Let's see if they'll run it. Ten seconds to go. Well, they quickly come up the line now with five. Young under center. They just did get the playoff. Here's a run left side. Marshall and Marshall's going to be cut down by Johnson as he was breaking in the clear. May have a first down, though. A nice run by Marshall, but boy, Johnson came up to bring him down, but it is a first down. So that is it for three quarters of play. It will be a first down for the East End Warriors from about the 22-yard line when we start the fourth and final quarter, but the Warriors lead it by a score of 15 to nothing in the Pee Wee Division game today from Skyview Park here in Jefferson Town, and we'll be back with the fourth and final quarter coming up right after this. Welcome back to Youth Football from the Louisville Youth Football League. Greg Bell back with you as we get set for the start of our fourth and final quarter of football today from Skyview Park here on the Sports Buzz, AM 1450, WXPW, Jeffersonville, Indiana. And it will be the East End Warriors with a first down. Football is uh, right about the 20-yard line. Nice run by Marshall on fourth and four. Picked up about six. So from the 20-yard line, first play of the fourth and final quarter now. It's uh, the East End Warriors with possession. Antoine Young will set his ball club. Power eyes set in the backfield, takes the snap, and will fake it, keep it himself. Turns the corner 20, breaks the tackle 15. He's at the 10, he's at the 5, and he is into the end zone for a touchdown. So Young scores on the first play of the fourth and final quarter on a 20-yard run. And that off-tackle run with Marshall has been so successful. 
That time he faked it to Marshall. He bootlegged it off to the right side, was able to break a tackle right at the line of scrimmage, and then scampered down the near sideline into the end zone from 20 yards out. And just like that, it's now 21 to nothing with the Warriors in front for 10 seconds in of the fourth and final quarter. And the extra point try will be upcoming. So the Warriors have broken this one open. J-Town hung in there and was scoreless for most of the first half, but a safety and a touchdown made it 9-0 at the half, a touchdown in the third, and now one here in the fourth. And it will be a pass. They throw it out right side, caught with the football and running into the end zone for the two points is that big guy, Verbancic. So Verbancic will score off a toss by the quarterback, uh, Young, and that makes it now 22 to nothing. So 22 to nothing as we're into the fourth and final quarter with the Warriors in front of the J-Town Bulldogs. In the Speedway Division uh, yesterday, uh, the Louisville Patriots uh, winning at uh, Oldham County over the Oldham County Tigers 14-6. to And the uh, Christian Academy team from uh, Louisville winning at the Stallion Field in Spencer County beat the Stallions by a final score of 35-6. to A couple of uh, Peeway Division games that uh, they did get in yesterday. Louisville Youth Football League. Opening up play this weekend. They had planned to get all the games in yesterday, but uh, forced to come back today. It's uh, been a very uh, interesting uh, weekend for Commissioner Todd Bowers, as we heard on our pregame show here today, with the weather situation. Some sites able to play, others not. So here comes the kickoff. Terrence will get it away. Puts it down the field and plays stop before he does. And what's this all about? Apparently, uh, they didn't blow it in play yet. And I believe we got a new kicker in there as well. It's like Jordan Holman. So Jordan Holman will be kicking off for the East End Warriors. Holman with the ball teed up at the 40. And now it's set to go, and his kick is away. Will be fielded by Danny going back to the 30. Danny, 35. He's at the 40, the 45. He'll get him go. 50, 45, 40. One man to beat. 35, 30, 20, 15, 10, 5. Touchdown. So Max Danny on a kickoff return for a touchdown of about the uh, 62 yards. So great work there by Gady, taking it down the far sidelines. He was able to shake and bake his way from a couple of early defenders and then uh, break a tackle. And then, boy, he really turned down the afterburner, showing great speed as Gady scores uh, for the touchdown. And just like that, uh, the J-Town Bulldogs are on the scoreboard to make it now 22-6 to with 7.35 left in the ballgame. Extra point try will be upcoming from the three-yard line. Danny trying to catch his breath after running the length of the field on the kickoff return, and now 
Hawkins back at uh, the quarterback position. Sets his ball club from the three. Takes the snap and will give it up up the middle. Thrasher and he's in. So Thrasher got in, just crosses the goal line. Three-yard run up the middle by Thrasher to score. Makes it now. Yeah, they put the point on the wrong side of things, I believe. Should be a 22-7. to There we go. A 22-7, 7.35 left in the ball game. 15-point advantage for the East End Warriors. So some life still left in the J-Town. Bulldogs in our Peeway Division game from Skyview Park here in Jefferson Town. We'll continue right after we pause for this message. Welcome back to Youth Football from the Louisville Youth Football League. Frank Bell back with you following a 62-yard kickoff return by Max Ganey. He has gotten the Bulldogs down the floor to make it now 22-7, but the East End Warriors still on top. And they're about to uh, hit the football now as the kickoff will be upcoming. Robbie Lewis with the football teed up at the 40. Lewis to kick it away. And he squibs one down the field. It'll be taken on his knees after about 12 yards down the field. And coming up with the football will be Stephen Mack. So Mack with the football. Football spotted at the 44-yard line. So from the 44-yard line, first down for the Warriors. J-Town in need of a defensive stop. 7.33 to go in the ball game, 22-7. to Yeah, a little new wrinkle now is uh, Young's going to run out of the shotgun formation, taking the snap, going back to throw. Fires long down the field. That ball is incomplete. Uh, trying to get it high, long, and deep down the field to Kasani Wilson. Uh, and Wilson coming back for the football and guarded tightly, but the ball did hit glance off his shoulder pad right in front of us near sidelines. It falls incomplete. Brings up now second and ten. 44-yard line is where the East End Warriors have it in their own territory. Incomplete pass, stops the clock, 7.28 to go in the game. Well, it's one of the few long balls that we've seen a pass attempted in either ball game today. Most of it's been all on the ground. Here's Wilson going to hand it off at the 45. The big guy running with the football hit him right down at the 47-yard line. So Verbanek brought down at the 47. He picked up three, holding against the uh, offense. Another penalty against the Warriors. They've been hit with a few today. Rasher in on that tackle, but the walk-off will go against the Warriors. 7.21 to go. Mm-hmm. 
Warm, humid, partly sunny Sunday afternoon of new football today from Skyview Park. Second down and 22 yards to go. Young again out of the shotgun. Low snap. Hands it off. Up the middle. No, he kept it himself. Turns the corner. 35-40. Picks up a block. 45 and written down right about the midfield stripe. Boy, someone uh, threw a nice downfield block and uh, leveled the player on the J-Town. And that uh, enabled Young to pick up about uh, five or six uh, additional yards. Looks like a Devarney Julian that may have thrown that block. So the football is uh, just short of the 50-yard line. It is third and six. 6.46 to go in the ball game. Block stopped as he got out of bounds. Now they started up again. Apparently didn't get out. Big number 53 for the Warriors comes up here. He gets out of the huddle. Kendrick Watson before anybody else and gets over that football. So on third and six for the 48, Young takes, keeps it himself, running right. Julian picks up a block, 50, 40, 35, 30, still on his feet and finally ridden out of bounds. Nice faking is the Barley Julian making the ball after a couple fakes around the left side. He came back with a reverse on the right side to Julian. And, boy, he had clear sailing down the right sidelines and takes it for a first down. And keeps this drive alive. There's a big third down run. And that football is uh, going to be spotted at the 34-yard line. So first down from the 34, 6.19 to go. For a chance to use some more clock now for the Warriors. They lead it 22-7, to 15-point advantage. Coming up the line of scrimmage. Young Spencer's backfield. Now apparently they got things set. And Young will give it off with a fumble, and I believe they got it back. Let's see. Is uh, the running back uh, for Panic uh, lost the ball, then Doporn, I believe, got it back. And let's see. Wait for an indication from the official. No, I believe he did not. But will be uh, the J-Town Bulldogs that have recovered. Still the Bulldogs recover the fumble. They get the football. Still not out of this one yet. 6.07 to go. 22-7. to They trail by 15. Problem is, two touchdowns and two conversions and only one point. So that only gives you 14 to make it 22-21. So really they need to score three times. From the 35-yard line, first down, Davey takes the snap and hands it up the middle, Thrasher for three. Thrasher running the football up to the 38-yard line, so second and seven. Block moving, though, going to have to hurry, 5.50 to go. Second down, seven yards to go, J-Town, football at the 37, 38-yard line. Ganey with the back split behind him, calling signals, taking the snap. And there's a play by Ganey running the right side, turns the corner for about four or five as Ganey will cross the 40 and bring it out to the 41-yard line. So that's going to bring up now third and four. So third down, four yards to go for J-Town. 
Football is at the 41-yard line. Going without a huddle. Bulldogs quickly coming up the line of scrimmage. Third and four from the 41. 5-10 left in the ball game. Ganey takes the snap. Fumbles. Ball loose. And let's see you got it. Looks like the uh, Warriors have recovered now. So the two teams exchange turnovers on the fumbles. And East End will get the football. And, well, that's a killer now for J-Town. They had any hope. It looked like they had to score on that possession. Unfortunately, they cough up the football, and East End will get it now with five minutes to go in the ballgame, still leading by that 15-point margin at 22-7. to seven. 22-7. And East End with the football at the 41-yard line. Young, the quarterback, with two touchdown runs. Marshall, the tailback, with one touchdown run. The defense with a safety. From the 41-yard line, wires up the line of scrimmage. And Young, giving the football off, circling 40, 35, 30, 25, and pushed it about. It's a nice run there by Austin Lathrop. The last for the run, good blocking by the Offense there, and uh, Lathrop able to turn the corner easily around the right side and take it all the way down inside the 25. See exactly where it's come out. Should be about the 24-yard line. Even about 19, so first down from the 19, 4.56 to go in the ballgame. 22-7, Warriors of East End on top and driving. Following the fumble recovery, Young takes the snap and will give it off and running with the football, and there's a nice run working, and then uh, about uh, five or six yards on the play, a new running back that was Dunlap again. So Demetrius Dunlap runs for about five or six, bring up second and four. Let's give him six out of the carry. Stays in the field of play, so the clock continues to move. Four and a half to go. Second and four. The ball just inside the 20 and about the 18-yard line. Warriors taking their time in the offensive backfield. Now they break the huddle, come up the line of scrimmage. Take the snap with about four minutes to go in the ball game. Second and a long four from the 18. Young. Pitching back and running with the football. There's a big guy, 52, and this time he's got a better run going as Mack. Two previous attempts, not so successful, but that time Mack was able to run it hard off left tackle, and Mack was able to get the first down. That's going to be first and goal as he's at the nine-yard line. The first and goal to go for the East End Warriors. Football is at the nine. Start the clock up again now with 3.40 left in the game. On the left hash mark, the nine-yard line is where Young will set up shop. Under center, calling signals. Taking the snap and will give it off to the big guy up the middle. And Max still fighting, and he's in the end zone for a touchdown. Ooh, the big guy. Let's see, was it Dunlap or Mack? It might have been Dunlap on the carry. It was. 
Have a touchdown run up the middle by Demetrius Dudlap. The nine-yard jack will make it now 28-7. to 3.17 to go, 28-7. to What do you think this ball game was scoreless throughout most of the first half? See 35 points scored since that point. Just a little uh, over three minutes ago in the first half. Everything's uh, happened since then. Here's a pass. They lost one high in the air, and that is uh, incomplete. We've got a flag thrown. They've had an interference call down the near sideline. So the interference call will move it half the distance to the goal line. And we'll try once again the conversion. Mm-hmm. Now we're back to a situation in which the sun is out and very little wind. The flag is left there for a while, about a half hour with a cloud cover and wind. And for about the last 45 minutes or so, nothing moving and very, very humid. So we're about the yard and a half line going for the conversion here. Young out of his shotgun. Takes the snap. This time he throws left side, and that is caught. Well, that was a nifty play there. Making the reception, big number 80 in the end zone, Lucas Lance. So Lance going up and hauling that pass in from uh, the quarterback, uh, Antoine Young. So with 317 to go. 30 to 7. Now your score with the East End Warriors out on top. And we'll be back with more of our coverage of Louisville Youth Football Action today from Statue Park here in Jefferson Town coming up right after this. Welcome back to Youth Football from the Louisville Youth Football League. And with 317 left in the ball game, 30 to 7. 37 with the uh, East End Warriors in this TV division game out on top of the J Town Bulldogs. And the Warriors about to kick it off now. Key thrown on the field now. They'll tee it up at the 40-yard line. And they try a lot of different players kicking off. Looks like Jordan Holman will be kicking off again. His second kickoff attempt. I believe last time, though, his kickoff was returned by Mr. Ganey for about 62 yards and a touchdown. So Holman approaches, kick is away. Little swiver that is taken by an up man right across the 50-yard line. All traveled about 12. And coming up with that football. I think number 64. That was Landon Satterley. So Landon Satterley on the kickoff recovery for J-Town. So from the 48-yard line, the Bulldogs with the ball. 3.13 to go. They trail 30-7. to (laughs) 
touchdowns for the Warriors, a couple from Young, one from Marshall, and one from Dunlap. Now we get a timeout. It's going to be called by the defense. Warriors one time. Ganey scoring the long touchdown for the Bulldogs on the kickoff return. And once again, we thank uh, Commissioner uh, Todd Powers uh, here today. Also, uh, J-Town President uh, Dean Mucker. Uh, we talked with uh, East End Warriors uh, President uh, Carlos Phillips. Talking about this uh, Louisville Youth uh, Football League and how it's uh, set up and how successful it is and can be. It just uh, looks like they really got things rolling. We get off to the best of starts uh, weather-wise this weekend. Had uh, some postponements uh, yesterday, but... Uh, like uh able to get uh, get all the action in today now to stay on schedule. So from the forty eight yard line, back to the action we go, and it will be a long pass, ball thrown up in the air and incomplete. As the pass going from Ganey tried to get it to Ethan Jones down the far sidelines, but it sailed over his head incomplete. So it brings up now second and ten. Football still at uh, the 47-yard line. 3:07 to go in the ball game. Ganey brings his ball club up the line now on second and ten. One lone setback is lined up behind him. And he will fake it to him, step up and throw long again. That pass will be caught, making a nice reception down the field. That was Karras Wright. So Wright watching his quarterback, watching the ball sail down to him, unlike the defender who got uh, off balance and didn't see the ball coming toward him. And Wright was able to come back and haul that pass in for a first down as the football is at the 35-yard line from the 35 about an 18-yard pass. Here's a running play. Ball fumbled and picking the ball up and going absolutely nowhere. That was on uh, Antoine Wardlow. So Wardlow knocked down for no gain. Got to bring up second down and 10 at the 35. Clock moving, 235 left in the ball game. Thirty-five yard line, second down, ten yards to go. Thirty to seven. East End Warriors in this Kiwi Division game out in front of the Jaytown Bulldogs. But nine to nothing at the half. They have control things for the most part here in the second half of play. Keeney taking the snap will fake back to throw. Fires high down the sidelines, and that's batted up in the air and intercepted. It's picked off by the deflection. And it will be the Warriors with the football. Not exactly sure who came up with that ball because uh, there was a host of uh, defenders over that way. Let's see. Wearing number, just a little guy, looks like 10. So the interception was made. It may have been Gavin Suski. I believe it was. So with minute 57 to go, 
the Warriors can uh, probably just uh, run out the clock here and get out of here with a nice uh, hard-earned victory. Football to the 30-yard line. And it will be Young running right, cutting back, and running the football for about five. So Young got a quarterback keeper around the right side for five yards. That'll bring up second down and five yards to go. Second and five, clock moving, minute 35 to go in the ball game. It'll be a sweep here today at Skyview Park for the East End Warriors winning both. Mighty Might and the Pee Wee Division games. I believe we got one more game to follow. That'll be in the Junior Division. So on second and five. Here's a run around the right side and nothing doing there. The defense by J-Town. Running with the football. That was the big guy, Mack. Mack goes down. Nice defensive play. Looked like a Camden Cardwell was there. Just time maybe for one final play. 45 seconds to go. Third down. That is academic because if they stay in the field of play, they can just uh, run out the clock here. 30 seconds to go in the ball game. Warriors up the line of scrimmage now. Third and four. Young out of the shotgun. Will under center, and we've got uh, flags flying. Can we draw the defense off again? Done it three times already. We hit offside on the defense. Five-yard penalty. That's the first down of the 40. 24.5 to go. So they wind up the clock. Don't even have to run another play. Let's see if they will. I'm up the line now with 15. Looks like they'll get at least one more off. From the 40-yard line with nine, with eight. And they made you be just content to watch it run out. They will with three, with two, with one. There is your ball game. So 30-7 to seven will be your final score. 30-7, to seven, uh, the East End Warriors win it today over the J-Town Bulldogs in the Pee Wee Division here at Skyview Park. And we'll be back to recap the second ball game today on AM 1450, WXCW, the Sports Buzz, Jeffersonville, Indiana. Back to recap before you coming up right after this. Welcome back to Youth Football from the Louisville Youth Football League. All right, back we are now here wrapping up the broadcast and wrapping up game number two here today in the Pee Wee Division, the eight nine-year-olds, and it was uh, the East End Warriors that are coming out on top are winning by a score of 30-7. to They got the safety. They got a one-yard run from Young. They led it 9-0 after one. Marshall scoring from 53, then Young from 20. Kickoff return for Ganey, the lone highlight offensively for the Bulldogs, but then Dunlap scores in uh, the fourth and final quarter. So 30-7 to seven was your final count. And uh, let's bring in uh, Commissioner Bowers if you could just for a second here, my friend, and while you sit down getting all your paperwork and together and stuff. And uh, I know you got the... 
I know this wraps things up for us today, but I just wanted to thank you, and uh, I'd say uh, I'm very impressed with uh, with what I saw here today. You're doing a great job with this league. Thank you, Greg. We are so happy to, for it. We're happy to be with us today. Uh, two exciting games, and uh, we've got one more. You know, one more off the air. We've got one more game, but uh, couldn't be happier. I look forward to seeing you guys next week at Newburgh Middle School with the Patriots versus uh, uh, the PCC Bears. Okay. So, okay. Patriots versus PCC Bears. Super. Great. Looking forward to it. Look at this crowd. Is this amazing. I can't believe all these people. We're, we're hoping like this every week. Oh, my. This is great stuff. It really is. Uh, very impressed with the quality of play, the coaches, the organization, and just uh, everything in general. I'm just, uh, I walk away here with a big smile on my face. I love what I see, and I'm real excited all season long for getting a chance to cover this. So. Thank you, and thank you again for being here with us. You've done a tremendous thank job. You. Thank you. We're looking forward to a uh, successful relationship and partnership with WXB. Sounds great, my friend. Thank you again. Thank Appreciate you. That. Okay. Great stuff here today, uh, Commissioner uh, Todd Bowers. is sweating out the weekend with the weather, uh, the postponements yesterday, but uh, fortunately it's a cooperated today. A little bit on the warm side, I'll tell you what, I'm going to have to change my attire when I get home. I think take a shower. I'm sweat. I, sweat. I needed it, though. I think I sweated away about 10 pounds, but I needed it. So uh, that's the good news. But uh, 37 here in the final, and uh, just a working-like performance from the East End Warriors. Uh, not quite as explosive. We didn't see all the long touchdown runs like we saw in the first game today, but uh, they really did a nice job. Young, the quarterback, really a nice player. Antoine Young really ran the show well, and I like his Marshall kid. Very impressive-looking player. And uh, just a lot of good athletes on this team. And I like Max Gain. I'll tell you what, he's a little guy on the other side, but what a competitor. And that kickoff return was a thing of beauty. So a lot of great stuff today. 30-7 to 7 was uh, your final count. Uh, Ken, uh, thanks to, to Douglas Wolverton back at the studios, as always. He does a terrific job. And look forward to working with him uh, during the youth of football, the high school football, basketball seasons as well here on 1450. Uh, Dugan Ryan for setting everything up. And I know Dugan came out today to uh, – lend his support to the broadcast, and uh, I know Matt Dennison uh, helped me out uh, getting stats and what have you for me uh, to help me out on the broadcast as well, so I thank Matt as well, and say what my voice is giving out here. I've got to gotta work it into shape a little bit here, I think, but uh, on the air for over three hours, it's uh, taking its toll, but uh, we'll be back next week, uh, bigger and better than ever, hopefully, but here today, 41 nothing first game in uh, the Little League, uh, the uh, Mighty Mike game, 41 nothing uh, The East End Warriors win it. And here in game number two in the Kiwi division, the Warriors win that as well. 30-7 to with the final count. So this is uh, Greg Bell saying good afternoon now from Skyview Park here in Jefferson Town.